so 2022 guys we are disconnected i'm blazy this is household <laughs> replacement for the day household then, replacement yeah and, and then this is adam but yeah and then mm-hmm. we have adam 22 right here um but before we got on air you told me that that's the best podcast see i was like bro i love that so you're like no this one's mine today no i kicked you right out of the seat because what i've noticed from sitting over there for all these years yeah this seat is like the perch you can see everybody yeah you can mm. see the camera so you make sure that you're in the camera i i see how you can see the whole convo right like like i i noticed yeah. yesterday on at the end of the day like it's easy for t-rail or duno to look at you but we you know in ad he kind of has to do that like neck turn you know what i mean so no that seat's definitely convenient bro i fuck with it it's, it's in the cut and shit like that um i i feel like i'm exposed or something like that like, like this is like a, a very vul- open this is a very vulnerable seat you're on the front line right now. Oh, I know. God. This feels like the, the back of the school bus. You know what I mean? Like, where I get to just, like, chill and maybe, like, throw out some funny remarks here and there. Yeah. yeah. Yell <laughs> to turn around. Wait, I f- what? I feel like at this point, though, it's just, like, a assigned seating. Like, how w- would you feel a little bit weird if I was like, nah, you're, you're back there? I wouldn't mind because apparently that's the best seat now. You think house phone would get thrown off if I was, like, if, like, he pulled up and you were sitting right here and... I don't know. I don't know. Like, does, does Houseman stare at me? Because I don't think Houseman notices that. Because he sits in the front, he'll sit in the back. He sits over here. For yeah, he's show. known to take a couple seats. If there was mm. one seat open right there, he would sit down. I don't think not notice. Man, but uh, uh, Yuri, bro, how's it feel to come back for fucking uh, uh, Hawaii, bro? It feels uh, weird, man. Like I just want to live there now. Why? You know what I mean, like it's 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 just fucking I've awesome. I never been to Hawaii. Do you feel like a local? I don't feel like a local, but I, I feel like it's just like a magical place to live. I feel guilty kind of living there just because of like the history of like, you know, people going there and living there and, you know, colonizing. On, on, yeah, colonizing basically. But uh, so you feel like a colonizer? I don't, feel like, a, I don't feel like a colonizer. No but one would mention that. Just being a tourist out there. I'm just like, wow, bro. I can't believe that we're allowed to just come here and, you know, swim next to the turtles and fucking see all these fishes. And just like, it's just no big deal. And I, I get to go back to wherever I came from. You, you think know? anyone feels that way about L.A.? No, bro. Honestly, you know what's crazy is like I was talking to you know, two locals out there. Shout out to Abdul and uh, Elvis. Mm-hmm. But um, they were making it seem like, oh man, like it's cool visiting LA. And mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, it's so cool visiting here. LA sucks. That's you know what well, I mean? I think, I mean, being out in Hawaii is so nice. It's yeah. so chill and relaxed. But there's, I think after a while, after a couple of years, there's probably not that much to do. Exactly. Yeah, they're dated to you it. can come here to LA and do shit in a week that you couldn't do in a year. You think that, but like yes. the interesting thing is like I'm pretty sure Yuri and I could relate. Well, Yuri could relate with me. It's like you know when I had like friends like when I was in my early 20s, like asking me like, "Yo, I'm coming into town. Like, let's go do some shit." It's like, bro, I do not want to go to fucking Venice Beach. Exactly. You know what I mean, because we already burnt that shit out by the time we were like 15, 16. Shout out to Pot Lord. That's true. Um, but nah, I, I I don't know. It's pretty interesting, but I also do meet a fair share amount of people that like are just tourists and they love just fucking going down for a fucking coffee or some shit yeah. down the street. You know it, what I mean? You know what I think it is too. I was talking about this with, with Riley, where uh, like when when we were out in Hawaii, mm-hmm. every day we were we were like, what are we gonna do do today? We don't want to waste our time, right? In LA because we live here, we wake up and we're like, ah. You know, I might just do this today. I'm not going to go out too much. And you know what I mean? Like, you it's were, a, you have two more relaxed days in the place where you right. live, and you don't treat it as, as, as adventurous. You my know what I mean? Yeah, but you were only there for, like, what, like, three, four days? Four days. Oh, my God. That's yeah. not enough time to travel. Yeah, I know. Everyone was telling us that. Like, oh, shit. Shout out to Nate oh, Richter. Shit. What the fuck? What up, bro? Shout out to Golden Days. Doing? But you know what's funny uh, also is... Uh, four days, bro? Like, 
that's that's just a long weekend. That's like you, you gotta do. Some that's laundry. why I want to go back. So like bad. ten days is like suitable. Four days is Vegas if you're like that freaky. I Who's feel like taking... it took me a day or two just to adjust to the time. Really? Dude, how like, how long were you out there? Five days, six days. Dang. Because the first day you kind of just want to like just stay in the hotel, get you know you're, you got jet lag or whatever. You just want to eat, just yeah. chill at, chill inside, maybe go out at night. I feel that. But yeah, like I, I don't like what you, what the fuck did you fit in your itinerary? Because like, I think uh, it was either you or Riley who told me you guys didn't really have much planned for this whole shit. Honestly, bro, we did so much cool shit, and I I honestly want to keep a lot of stuff uh, secretive until ten talks. I just want to squeak all on a lot of this wow. on, on, on ten talks. But I do have you to say, give the exclusive story. No, there's a lot of exclusive stories. Can we the, give him a cl- of cliffhanger? To um, tune into Ten Talks on Sunday, give us one of the many stories. Well, let's say, say it in Ry- Riley and I almost got arrested out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we almost got canceled. We uh, immediately uh, gone to beef with the local ten minutes on the island, or I did. Uh, a bunch of stuff. Smuggled weed. All right, here's a good way. <laughs> let's talk about your rental car story because uh, I heard about this. This is a good way to start your vacation. Honestly, right off the plane. This is a big. This is a bigger story than it seems. Okay. Like this is a thing where it's like I'm the little guy who can't sue for false advertising because I don't have the money for a, a lawyer, right? Okay. But if there's a big enough group of people such as me who are pissed off about this, we can get some lawyer to represent us and sue this company because Riley and I freaking rented a Jeep, a four door Jeep, you know, even a four wheel drive Jeep or whatever. We get to the place and they're like, "Oh, it says in the fine print, it says four wheel, uh, four wheel drive Jeep or something similar." And it's just oh, like, fuck no. and I was like, what do you mean something similar? And I was like, okay, what do you have that's similar? And then it was basically a, a two wheel drive, front two wheel drive SUV. And I was just like, that's not similar at all, dude. Like, what? Oh the, my god, it was so. But you bullshit. weren't expecting like a like a big body SUV or anything like I that. I wasn't expecting big body. I was expecting what we saw on the image. You know what, what I mean? Like we, we clicked brand, on an some image. Twenty nineteen product <laughs> photo of the car. No, and you shit. wanted to run the Jurassic Park Jeep. Yeah, something like right. that. You something thought like you that. thought you're gonna have you're a fucking for. the top down, mm-hmm. and your hair was gonna fly in the. I wind. wanted to drive on the lava. You you're know what I mean? Flowers on top of melting lava. Damn, that would have been sick. Okay, so you didn't read the fine print. Go on. That's some bullshit ass fine print. It's like it's like buying something from your store, and it says like you you'll get this T-shirt or something similar. You know what I mean? Like you're like what? That, what do you mean or something that's similar? Up. Right? That's what I'm saying. I was like, bro, we purchased this if a, specific bro, thing. If a restaurant did that, I, I wouldn't eat. No one would eat there. That's what we were getting right there. That's a good deal, right? Twenty four k. We're not a, buying the thing. We're buy, renting it to buy this Jeep. Wait. And they gave you a different F- SUV, so it wasn't even like a Wrangler with a soft top with like, mm. that you could put the top down. No, they gave us some, so like, some Nissan. Over, so you're upset over nothing to start the whole experience. <laughs> I'm not upset over nothing. Okay. Keep, I know there's more to the story, so let's go. Okay, you want to see the real frustration yep. here? And I feel like Josh will have a, a good perspective on this, right? Mm-hmm. Josh, okay, what do you think about this? I go to the lady. Number one, Riley and I stayed up until three in the morning the night before getting the shit rented so that we could get off the airplane and hop into a car and not deal with any renting process, right? So we stayed up hella late just so we could do this, go to sleep, barely, you know, have any sleep, whatever, get to the place. Anyways, we get to Hawaii, we get to, uh, get to the line and we realize it's like a long ass line. We wait like 30, 40 minutes in this line, finally get to the lady. Uh. And then the lady starts asking us all the same questions that we answered online. And I'm like... Five questions in, I'm like, hey, uh, why are you asking us all the same questions we had already answered online last night? Like, that's the reason why we stayed up last night to answer these questions so we didn't have to do it right now. And she just like, you did it off some third-party website, uh, so you got to do it with us as well. I'm like, 
all right, whatever. Okay, that's some bullshit. And then uh, she continues. And then she asked me this question. She's like, "Who's your liability uh, cover, like, co- like cover or whatever, like your insurance or whatever?" And, and uh, okay, right? She's like, "Who's your liability coverage?" And I'm like, "Are you talking about insurance?" She doesn't say yes or no. She says, "Who's your liability wow. like cover? Uh, you know, cover." I'm like, "Are you talking about insurance?" She, we just go back and forth like five times. I'm like, "Bruh!" On the fifth time, I'm like, "Welcome to the airport." On the fifth, I'm like, "Bruh!" I'm like, "I'm asking you. I don't know the definition exactly yeah. what you're asking for, so I want to give you the correct information. Are you talking about insurance?" Some lady in the line is like, "She's talking about insurance." So I'm like, <laughs> "So I'm like, all right." I'm what like, "What time is it?" It's like 1 p.m. Oh, okay. And so then, or like she has no reason to be a bitch yet. And then I'm like, bro, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what insurance I have. I was like, I think fucking Geico. And then she goes, oh, hell no. Did you just say fucking? She's like, get out of here right now. Shut the fuck up. And I'm up. like, oh, I'm like, bro, we just waited 40 minutes in line to deal with this bullshit. And now you're going to kick me out for saying fucking? Oh and she's like, get God. out. I'm like, bro. And then guess what? I, I go outside. <laughs> And there's like a long ass line. It's even longer now. Probably like hour, hour and a half Fuck line. No, bro, I'm staying there. Bro, I go. You just s- shrug your shoulder and just did the hand thing. And there's left? nothing to. Do. What am I gonna do? Like just keep ye- like yelling at one another? Go on the floor, start flapping your hands, bro. And like <laughs> that would have been a good one. Manager. Well, she says go outside, wait for the manager. Right? I go outside and I see that there's like a long ass line, even longer the than before. The manager line? No, not the manager line. The line that we were just waiting in mm-hmm. previously, right? And I just I see all these people waiting. I'm like. This is a terrible business. I'm Shut like, fuck I'm like, up. fuck this business. You guys don't want to support them. Like, they're gonna fuck you over. And Did I you just, record it? No, I just ranted for like five minutes, screaming at a bunch of random people, and they all ignored me. Do you want to like? <laughs> do you okay, want to discredit so. this company right now? You want to no, say before, shut them thrifty? Wait, wait, suck wait, wait, a no, dick. No, no, stop before before you discredit this innocent company. I just wanna. <laughs> this is what I heard. <laughs> so you booked the rental through a third party out that had nothing to do with getting them the info, which wasn't their fault. So you have an issue with the policy. The manager. I know exactly. <laughs> so, you're mad at, so you're mad at them about something that they don't control the process of. It, it was frustrating me, right? Yep. But I wasn't like sure. exactly expressing expressing my frustration too much. It mm-hmm. was until the insurance argument that I said the word fucking. And then she <laughs> asked you the question that gets asked every single time you rent a car, no matter where you are ever, do you want liability insurance? And the answer is no, I have it. That's it. You don't have to provide anything. You don't do anything. Travel tips with Josh. So you don't. <laughs> so now you're yelling at her because you don't know how to. You're not answering a very basic question that you have to answer every time you rent a car. No, but here's the thing: is no, think, she could have said yeah. yes or no. I said, "Are you talking about insurance?" Mm-hmm. Why did she refuse to answer my simple question and continue with her question? You're, I she have works? a feeling at this point you've established a rapport with her, going back <laughs> and forth, where she was not interested in doing any favors for you, and you guys were already at it. Well, is that true? I, yeah, I, I, I was already pretty frustrated <laughs> okay. uh, to begin so with. So you ended up just getting your car there, or did and then, you just did? And then guess what, bro? You know what's even funnier is we. So we, you get the wrong. You we, get a suggested car. We, yeah, a exactly. Car. We wait outside for the manager, a right? The manager pulls car. up. And I explained the situation to the manager. She like starts chuckling. She's like, "Follow me this way to another table." Oh my god! Gets us all settled. Gets us, gets us the car within five minutes. And then you know what she says? She's like, "She's like, it's funny that lady's been working here for ten years. I've only been working here for two months, and I'm the manager now." And I'm like, 
I, that sounds I like, wonder why. That sounds like a toxic ass work environment. You got somebody who's been there for 10 years just fucking being passive aggressive at 1 p.m. and you have the two month old girl there, like, who's a yeah, manager she's a now? Bitch, fuck her. Bro. That's why I passed her up. Like, <laughs> bro, I do not want to work there. Thrifty does not sound like a good place to get a car nor no. a job. Yeah, you don't want to get a car from there. Again, you guys are two very interesting <laughs> perspectives on this because I'm hearing a pretty. This woman who you harassed is probably. <laughs> I harassed. What, was she middle aged? She was like in her 40s, 50s. So she probably had kids at home that she's supporting off this job that she hates. Was she local? Looked like she yeah, was local. Yeah, she was definitely a local. So maybe not highly educated, maybe highly educated. Maybe this is the best job she could get. Maybe not going to ever be a manager. Maybe just has a pretty shitty job dealing with tourists every day, trying to get with their the cars. Yuris. With the Yuris of the world. Oh, my God. And you gave her attitude. Okay, here's the thing. Maybe you own an apology to Thrifty. Maybe oh, okay, no, you know what? Hearing. Here's the thing that I get in this argument right. with Riley all the time. Is like people in, people in America are used to getting fucked by co companies. They're just like, oh, iPhone doesn't include the fucking USB brick, uh, brick charger anymore. Just the cable. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like people just don't care about this stuff anymore. It's like at some it's point. It's a private business. At it's some point, like... you got to go to the company and be like, you guys are dicking us right now. This ain't fair. And they could be like, and all speak right. Speak up. Go somewhere else. <laughs> Riley, be honest though. Was he tripping or was Drifty tripping? And you guys can't look. Oh at, God. You guys can't make eye contact. Look at each other. Okay, now nah, it so was the Yuri spot. Was it was already the mad spot. Going and she was this. already uh, acting rude. She was being rude by like not answering his questions. Yeah, sure. She said like, yes, that means insurance company. Like, could that easily? <laughs> Yeah. But she has a shitty customer service what's job, like, and he was casting the first stone. What's what's the correct, right. safe way of dealing with someone that's passive-aggressive? You could be, like, funny to them. You could kind of go down that road of who could get more petty. Here's the thing. Or you, you could just be have a smile and have them get over it. That's you know usually I mean? how I am. It's like, usually I can just not care. I was I was super... You, sleep is sleepy. You, I watch ten talks. You complain about a couple every oh, time that you God. have to deal with some type of service yeah. or customer service. You guys have a policy. You had to go to AutoZone to buy something. You had an issue with the guy who sold you stuff. <laughs> the lady. The lady again. Oh, <laughs> and get, it's a woman thing so now. It's, so it's also and it's not a woman thing. She get bro. I, I don't even want to get into that story. But I'm hundred percent right genders. in that story. She was trying to upsell me. For no reason. Nope, that's their job. Do yeah, do yeah. Uh, uh, what's a, do they get a uh, commission? Yes. I really doubt it. I don't think so. They get manager placements. There's no point for them to upsell you if they don't get commission. That's yeah. why they're incentivized to do it. That's their job. There's a reason Shorty became manager in two months. And mm -hmm. This lady obviously doesn't care about upselling you. She's no, asking you. She wants you. you the easiest question. Check the box. Yeah. Doesn't want insurance. Let him get him in his car so I can get to this line of she's just keeping other angry. She's tourists. keeping the line entertained. Yeah, fuck it. Whatever. I do not apologize. And you yelled at the, <laughs> so you yelled at the line and harassed the line. <laughs> I was warning them. I was trying to be uh, uh, Robin Hood. They just got there. They want to enjoy their vacation. And the first and thing they see... I'm trying to make sure they enjoy their vacation to the max. Bro. Ellen DeGeneres Listen. running up and down, <laughs> screaming at them But hold on. Check it out. Like, being had. 
the the biggest problem with that bro is everybody's experiencing the exact same thing you're experiencing where it's like fuck i just got off this flight i went here for two hours i want to go see my family i want to go to the beach and they're getting told by someone in line this is the worst place everything that's gonna make them excited about the next 40 minutes no i feel like that's fucked up i feel like for for whoever did not make any pre-arranged agreements with that company whoever was just standing in line thinking i'm gonna get a car real quick nobody here's does. me going nobody does nobody he, does here's that. me thinking oh fuck this place i'm out of here and they just leave that's why nobody left when you said that they all kind of just all like had their reservations they already. just took one bigger sigh like fuck i guess it's <laughs> they gonna got be this a shitty yeah. here. the line's gonna start moving faster now, yeah that's probably what's clogging it up and you kind of honestly <laughs> brace the line to answer the question correctly so that you know there's not there's not enough cluster i know? helped a lot of people so what out, have probably. you learned in all of you this? were a sacrifice i learned what that word means whatever the fuck it was now what was it? liability coverage liability coverage yeah that means insurance, insurance guys yep means car insurance yep and Which, then uh you just say no yes what about like the hotel though so you get there and like there's no more car problems everything's good no more car problems uh it was all chill but then we run into other issues that i'll keep for 10 oh talks oh my god mm. there was there was a lot of funny stuff we had to deal with and what you got back yesterday uh two days ago two days ago damn yeah, like at 11 p.m you came right back to it damn yeah bro. you got pretty tan out there bro yeah. i know dude I, we got hella sunburnt shout out to elvis he brought some aloe vera and heal and it helped us heal now or whatever you, but now you you really look like you're from east hollywood really yeah, yeah. damn you think i look more hispanic you people always from, think i look hispanic you know what when you first told me your name was yuri i thought that was like a mexican name <laughs> i'm not even gonna lie like it just be those Damn. names interesting but uh hell yeah Beauty. no that's dope but i didn't do shit this no i had i had a uh i had mother's day oh yeah how was you guys mother's days i mean like probably like how uh, josh's mother's day was. you didn't bring him out eight, around ad did you no, 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 no! I would never. I don't I'm think I'll ever bring. I don't think I'll bring my mom to any no jumper uh, function or anything. Really? <laughs> no, no. Too late. No jumper has to do a lot of proving <laughs> before. Bro, I do you know that. what I was thinking? I you was guys like, gonna make my mom blush. I, I didn't think of having any plus ones for the live show, but I was really thinking. I was like. Like it would be kind of cool to have my parents there. Oh you know what I mean? God. But then as as the show as the show finished, I was thinking like, what would my parents have thought of this? Like, bro, watching my this mom shit? already has trouble right like, wrapping her head around like what I do now. She would have <laughs> not squeak on it like yo blazy rap like what the fuck is going on you know like seeing someone licking kazumi's toes on stage me it, drinking out of a shoe and it, it, yeah, it's it's your parents would have been happy about that my dad probably would have ran on stage and slapped me across the face he would have called the fire department <laughs> he would have been mad about all the cat hair on your shirt oh yeah oh, bro Actually, it doesn't look too bad today. Uh, never mind. I was gonna, I was gonna lint roll myself, but we ran out of lint roll. Also, my mom's the type, like she's the type of mom that, like, she'll pretend like she's about to faint if, like, w like weed smoke is in the air. Oh, she's like, I know oh, what you I'm mean. Getting sick. A lot of I moms are like that. Here. Like, shut my up. mom used to do that when I was first started smoking weed. Yeah. She'd smell it on me, and I was like, "You need to get over that." Yeah, it's like, oh, I can't. They're dramatic I'm as hell. A headache. Mm -hmm. My mom would always be like. Oh, you smell like weed? Oh my god, I have a killer headache. Weed just gives me this such a headache. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I'm like, bro, yeah, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Do you know that shit's gas? Or it could have been like <laughs> Yuri's Instagram weed. Oh no, or it it's been not right. Taking a shower. <laughs> oh god, that could have given her a headache. My though. showering policy kind of changed once I moved out of the house. I, I feel like I started showering less once I moved out. When I was at home with my parents, it was so easy to shower every day. <laughs> Why? You have the same amount of shower what access. The fuck, Erie. I feel like I was. You wake uh, up and there's a shower. There. I had more free time. I everybody, feel like. I feel like everybody showers less when they're like when they're technically with their parents, like when they're fucking teenagers and shit. You know what I mean? Like mm. I feel like I shower like way more. Yeah, you get more responsible. I'm doing. I'm doing a good six days out the week. Five, five, six days. You know, like seven if it's holiday weekend. 
But like you know, when I was with my parents, you know, good like four will get me through the week. You know, <laughs> I don't during know. During the summers when it gets hot out and you're doing shit, you might take two showers during a day. And I like taking baths too. So, but oh, that doesn't really count as a, yeah. I, I I love just like sitting there. Do you pre shower? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, in some blasey soup. Yeah, I'm a preach. That. I'm a preach baths to the day I die. Do you pre shower though, or do you sit in your filth? He sits in his filth. Do you put any like salts or bubble bath in there? <laughs> is this just a broth? Depending if I had a drop that night. Wait, I, I see a new product coming. Blazy bath water. Blazy mm. bath water. I'm not Bella Dafine. You could I don't be. know. No, no, but it, honestly, like, yeah, I don't, it's just one of those things where like people don't assume that. But like, shit, if I have an off day, I'm known to take like a bath or two. I'm not going to lie. Like, also, like some baths might be like 20 minutes. Like I'm just there to like fills up and I'm a dip. And there's some shit where I'll just be, I might fall asleep in that bitch. I feel like I would take more baths if we had like a nice bathtub. You and know yeah, what I mean? This was like my first bathtub that I had that like, you, Do you know. you clean your bathtub? Yes. No, we need yes. to. Oh. Yeah, you 100% need to do that shit. <laughs> that shit's bad. <laughs> no, but it, I mean, it definitely, uh, you know, you don't want like those like rings. don't the water like after like 10, 15 minutes? Oh yeah, that that way you just you know you sponge out a cut you know you you fucking hit you hit the lever you know about like six ounces comes out you add six more some hot some hot spring water you I know feel that. Damn. but uh, uh no I mean I, I'll definitely fuck with the salts and all that but yeah man shout out to everybody taking baths out there for real wait shout out all the kids out there mm-hmm. you've never been to Hawaii no I, I swear I've seen you travel all all over you the went place to Mexico yeah yeah I've been to Tulum which is like pretty tropical you oh, know what I mean okay. but no, I've never been to Hawaii I've, I've, I've been to a majority of uh, uh, major cities except for I haven't been to Hawaii or New York you've been to New York City I haven't and I feel like uh, well here's the thing it's like I'm, I'm the type of traveler where it's like if I'm not traveling for work, I'm just going to be at the hotel. I'm just going to be smoking weed. I might call a friend or two. I might, like, look for some clothes, and that is You're it. You're not going to do no hiking, sightseeing? Uh, what? No. What the fuck? I could sightsee out here. Bro, that's lame, man. If you go somewhere, you have to, like, spend some time in, like, whatever the heart is but and get, like, a sense of... What, what the, the fuck? Because in New York, shit's moving so much faster, and there's so many more people. And, and I've heard that from so many people telling me, so like, Blasi, cool as, a, as a creative, like, you gotta yeah. go there, like, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna it's gonna, it's gonna push you. I've had so many people vouch for it. More people say anything negative about it, but, like, it's just one of those things where it's like, bro, like, I know how cringy it is to go to Hollywood Boulevard. I don't want to go to Times Square. Yeah. Just off of that you know, conception cr- okay, of Okay, but like, just because it exists and just because people clown it doesn't mean you shouldn't experience it. It's kind of no, I can but I, I know what he's saying because that glam cuz you probably yes. visited it as a teenager. Yes. You know what I mean? You, you grew up like not too far from No, like Hashbrown Town's only like three and a half, four hours. Yeah. Damn, Damn, that's hella close. So you Especially probably saw it when it was like And my uh, grandparents lived out there, so we were going there a couple times a year. I think pre-COVID, at least in LA like post-COVID like Tourist attractions are just burnt out. They're just homeless. I was going to say, I, I kind of agree with you because me, I grew up literally like a, a mile away from Hollywood Boulevard. I can go there any time of the day, like within five minutes. And it's always been a thing where it's like, I I know walking on the boulevard, I'm like, it's not cringy because I know I'm a local. But whenever I see tourists walking around trying to have a good time, I'm like, bro, you're going to get gypped for some CDs that have some blank, you yeah. know, blank CDs. You're going to be a bitch ass Superman. But yeah, that you're gonna see Times some square too, but it's a different because it's a different type of person, and then you can see the differences and similarities, <laughs> and that's just what all this is about. Uh, people watching, 
<laughs> All right, so look, it. so look, I do Times Square. Then where the fuck do I go? Do I go drop a penny at the Empire State? Now I got eight hours left of my day. Like, <laughs> you should not go drop a penny because I'll kill somebody. Well, that's then what the rumor. fuck am I going to do in New York that's not then? A rumor, that's Mythbusters, I think, disproved it. I don't think it would actually like hit somebody based on angles and shit and all the wind. Oh, it yeah, would, like, yeah. bounce off a building, but still. You, have, you haven't been to New York either, right? I haven't been to New York, and you honestly... You be traveling, but, like, low-key traveling. Like, he'd be going to, like, fucking Nebraska or something like that. Dude, yeah, I, I've, I've... Because of uh, my sisters and them being in the military, you know That's what I mean? Right. Like, I've fucking been to a bunch of different random states. I'd driven all, all the way from uh, from Virginia to California Shut one time. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I told you this before. It was, like, a long-ass fucking... It was, like, four days, because we had kids with us. So That's we had, horrible. We had to take stop. Bro, you could do it in, like, two. No. Non-stop driving, you can't. If you had... Want- Dude, Switching off. I hate road trips. Like, I came from Oregon last month. That's a 14-hour drive, bro. Like, something about waking up at 6 a.m. in your car still and, like, realizing you got another six hours of driving. Oh, I can't yeah. do, like, four days like that. That but sounds scary. Once you've done that, 14 hours doesn't feel that crazy. You get to... I, I hear you, but, like, once I do 14 hours, it's like, bro, I never want to do this shit again, period. It's like, all right, what's 16 hours looking like? <laughs> because when you drive cross-country, the part of it is just kind of experiencing everything around. Yeah, you get to see shit, exactly. Like, you see old American shit. Mm-hmm. You see this really flat-ass part of America, bro, which is for a huge chunk it's of so it. It's so trippy, exactly. There's no geography. There's no, like, up or down. Everywhere it's you look, it's just flat. boom, like that. It's insane. Apparently, it's because an ice sheet was fucking going across America and flattened everything out. But, like, I get, like, the first hour of that. I'll, I'll give it an hour where it's like, whoa, America's a trip. But, like, <laughs> a whole day, you're going to get bored. You have to be the type of person who's interested in, like, nature, I feel Different like. Different type of flat areas. And the country. Yeah, Because topography, I kind of imagine geography. the whole, like, Oregon Trail and, like, the settlers as I went from one coast to the other. Exactly. Like, yeah. Damn, so at one point, somebody did... Exactly. Some variation of this. That's what I always think to myself is like someone was, did this first. You know what I mean? Like was here first. Chilling. I thought about that in the trips when I used to go just from like uh, New Hampshire to New York that these are trails that were being used in like the 1700s yeah. by like horseback and we're like wow. day trips or yeah. a couple day trips. Dude. And what that travel must have been it, like. And now we're doing it in three hours and it feels... It feels long. Yeah, they're putting their fucking meat in, like, ice coolers and shit like that. Bro, I was watching this thing about Hawaii, how when their tourist industry industry first started, um, people would take boat rides to Hawaii, and the quickest way you can get there is a week. Bro, You would spend a week just getting there. Hawaii, for context, is closer to Japan than L.A. Mm -hmm. Wait, Hawaii is closer to Japan than L.A.? Yes. Yes. Jesus Christ. It's damn near an Asian... uh, No, yeah, it's close to the um, Polynesian Islands or whatever. Yeah, it's actually... You look at L.A., like, it's it's miles and miles and miles, and then you hit Hawaii, like, and then you get to, like, yeah, Indonesia and shit like that. But it still is, like, if you look at the map, Hawaii is, like, kind of, like, dead middle in the Pacific Ocean. It Mm -hmm. is. Look at it. For real? Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, right in the fucking middle. It's kind of scary if you're, like, if this plane goes down. Bro. Yeah. But going back to what you're saying, bro, like, fuck, <laughs> I can't imagine boating, bro, in the seventh, because it's like, if you do, if you boat now in a, in a, in a rowboat, you'll get there because you have GPS, you could call the police if you need to. A rowboat? But, <laughs> a rowboat? This but, is the ocean. This is the open die. ocean. Okay, but like, the you big, seen Moana? <laughs> no. But like, whatever, whatever uh, boats they were, and ships they're having in like I the disagree 1700s, with you. but like, I think it was better back then. Bruh, how the fuck are you so confident that you're going the exact same Bro, like, because uh, it, it, I was just watching a video about this yesterday of how the fools got to Hawaii. Bro, they would use not That's only... Just right in the middle. They would use the stars. They, would follow, close at all. they would follow the bird paths. No, it might be Australia. No, maybe it is Japan. Or, and then there's some islands or in the is this too. Or is this American propaganda? 
Ooh. Damn. I mean, it doesn't look. There's no reason. <laughs> Fuck it, bro. Old school boat navigators, right? I think we're we're project. doing just as good of a job, if not better. I would say. You think so? But like, bro, like, I mean, look what happened to Christopher Columbus, or like someone in the comments would be he, upset that like he, he was, wasn't the one who discovered America, but like. Bro, he thought he was going to go to India. Like, that's that's. But so he was upsetting. a rich dude who bought a boat and had money for a bunch of, like, workers. There's, there's, a- there's, like, the Polynesian Islanders who are, like, expert fucking boaters. I mean, they, that's their whole life is being on boats and taking boats to certain directions. They're super good at that shit. Yeah, again, oh, I'm, just trying to, Moana. I'm just trying <laughs> exactly. to say I'd rather boat in 2022 than in 1802. Yeah. It's safe to because say that. Yeah. Here's the one thing. They might be better and more skilled at it, but if you go down, there's a much better chance of getting in con- contact with somebody who's going to save your ass. You go down as a Polynesian 200 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Someone's going to... I've seen Apocalypse Now. Mm-hmm. Bro, I've been telling Riley to watch that. that. Such a crazy movie. That's a movie you gotta watch like five times by yourself, though. By yourself, nah. Too much talking. You know what I mean? Like, I I still don't understand what the fuck. Like, why the <laughs> fuck they're on the island? Like, the first two hours they're just, sacrificing like, people. I That's get it, live. but like the the first forty five minutes to an hour is just like I don't know. It's, it, it's buffer. It's a good movie. Yeah, it just shows you that like I don't know. I feel like when you're when you're taking history class in school they show you all these like certain parts of history that are like interesting and like oh these people invented math and these dudes invented this and they really talk about like oh they also used to do this you know what I mean? like mm-hmm. you're like oh shit every culture has this crazy past of doing kind of weird shit to one another you know for spiritual reasons oh yeah for sure fucking uh you know the aztecs fucking ripped hearts out and shit like that that was an apocalypse now, yeah yeah no, that was an apocalypto. Oh, yeah. So I have very movies. different. I have the different I have the movies, movies confused. Sorry. Apocalypto is a weird movie too because it just keeps getting worse and worse. <laughs> it's like you you have hope for this guy, but not. Nah. Apocalypto is the one I was talking about. Yeah, Apocalypse yeah. Now though is a four hour like fucking Vietnam movie about some like some sergeant who went like AWOL and like adopted a cannibalism a cannibalistic. Uh, like community and like they all represent him and they kill all the American soldiers to try to come by. I don't know if that's accurate or not. No, that was a much better description than the one Yuri gave. Completely <laughs> different movie. I was confused, but anyways, how was your weekend, Josh? My weekend was good. We came back. We went to Disney at the end of last week, which oh. is why we missed your surprise party. Disney mm. looked hella fun. Yeah, we need to talk about that which too. I definitely mm. did, looked hella fun. Did you expect that surprise party? I bro, I did not. Expect I feel the like party you did. I did not even. I'm telling you honestly, not even. A little bit, not even one drop of like, is is there something going to happen here? Like, not even a little bit. How did they bit. convince you to go over there? Number, okay, so there was a couple red flags that like I did notice, but it never brought up any assumptions in my head. Number uh-huh. one, when we were doing the podcast, I was mm-hmm. like, everyone's trying to kick it, right? I was like, let's go to our house to kick it. Everyone in unison, no. And I was like, damn, like people don't really, really don't want to kick <laughs> it at our really house. Like, like I was like, what the fuck? The and then hair. what was even funnier is Blazzy's like, oh, you should come to the warehouse. And then I was like, uh, I guess I'd be down. and look at Riley and I was like, I'm down. I'm like, that's weird. Riley's never down to go to Blasi's warehouse after the disconnected. That's strange. She wants to go oh home immediately, God. usually. I was like, all right, that's weird. And then uh, we head over there. And then what's funny is like when we get to the very front she door. Did. All right, go on. When we get to, yeah, she's never been there. But when, when we get to the front door, uh, I get a notification on my phone. I'm like, what the fuck? As we're waiting for you to oh open the door, God, yeah. I look at my phone. I'm like, it's Riley G just went live. I'm like, what? She's right here next to me. I'm like, I'm like, babe, babe, you accidentally went live. And she's like, oh, fuck, sorry. And like, and turned it off, oh I guess. Oh, my God. And I didn't notice that she was doing that to try to stream it. I thought she just made a mistake. No, I was like, if it's it. ever your, your your birthday week and your girlfriend like goes Don't live next week, yeah, just, just accept it. Again, but, 
Just like the line at the <laughs> car rental. Don't ask questions. Just go with I it. I was just confused. I never assumed any. I was like, it's past my birthday. It's Toke's birthday, if anything. I was like, what? Oh, God. It was damn near Toke's birthday. <laughs> but now you came up and uh, uh, what had me fucked up, we were like 12 deep in like my, my, my part of the office. And... Uh, uh, like you start giving Riley a tour, we're like, motherfucker, come back that's, over here. That's because I, I was like, Riley's never been here before. I was like, I was like, why is Blasi just rushing past the hallway with all these paintings? I'm like, babe, look at all these paintings of his uh, graphics. He's you guys done. don't watch the BBC at <laughs> home, huh? <laughs> we did watch it together, but I was like, she gets to see in person, so I'll show you to her. And then, and then you guys are like, come here, come here. I'm like, what's going on? I walk inside. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> That shit was crazy. That thank you so much right. for that. Hell and then yeah, hell yeah. I told Riley, I was like, "Thank you so much, babe." I was like, "I can't believe it." And she's like, "Dude, she's like, uh, she's like, I invited like all your friends uh, or whatever, but she's like, Blazzy planned this whole thing." I was like, "Bro, what the fuck, dude?" So thank you so much, Blazzy. Yeah, for I was bored, and you know what? On your birthday, I called you, and I'm like, "Yo, what you want?" And you're like, "Oh, I just woke up. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing today." And I was like, "Cool, I'm gonna pull up on you and smoke." Yeah, and you never did, and I never did, so I felt really bad. I'm like, "That's some fucking so dickhead shit." This motherfucker remember you threw too. Him a surprise party. Yeah, I feel like, and I didn't even bring it up to like this moment, but like I was like, you know what, bro? Like, I don't want to take the homie out to eat. That's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's too deep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's just have a a, a little function at the part at the office. You know what I mean? And like, it, because it was you dope. take just. Yuri out? Do you take Yuri and Riley that, out? That, and that, that's where it kind of gets like... You don't want to pay for two meals. I also don't want to offend anybody. Just, now it's kind of awkward just the three of you guys going. Maybe you yeah. got, Riley's got to find an excuse not to go, so it's just the two of you. Oh so my you, god. And then it's just like me but then, and Yuri... But then, so, but then if you and I go, Paulo would have to come, because then that would be weird if he's not there. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> we know how... Uh, uh, like what Lishi has you on, <laughs> <laughs> but dude, I can believe. And also, a huge shout out to the to everyone in the Sandbox crew who helped set up for it because yep. the the table had orange coverings, there was orange balloons yeah. and everything. And Riley's like, they helped set everything up. I was like, bro, that's crazy. Thank we you guys so much. We got you a fucking th no problem. The shout, cake. shout out to the uh, Sandbox man. Shout out to the Sandbox. Love you guys. But um, no, the cake. Yeah, tell us what the cake was. The cake was a, a giant. Kind of looks like your shirt. It was a giant cake, and it had a, a fucking like a tent and a fireplace. And a, and a little a harmonious man logo on on top of it. It was super cool. Did they have a blunt or am I tripping? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, maybe it's because everything was made out of pretzels. But that that cake was almost a little too thick to eat, bro. bro as all, soon I think I ate like all cakes. Bro, what you mean? Like you want me to say the the cake was thick, so I ate it. The the, the cake was thick, so I didn't. Eat. I Dude, think that's the most not like unpaused. All you know cakes I mean? are too thick. You know what I mean? That's why people compare booties to cake because it's just like cakes. Like you can only eat Damn. half of it really. So you put all me on booties cake. are too thick. Well, if you're complimenting a booty saying that's cakey, you know what I mean? I mean, it's too thick. I I've had say. some thin that's cakes. That's not enough cake. <laughs> <laughs> some pancakes. Well, you're being mm -hmm. uh, a little nice. You know, what's a, what's the word for it? But optimistic <laughs> using the word cake, I guess, in that scenario. But <laughs> Nah, but uh, nah, that cake was a little too much. Bro. Every I, I cake is like that, I bro. I can't eat cake, personally. Like, I feel like every year I get older, it's like... What about I cupcakes? Cup <sighs> They're like baby cakes, you know nah. what I mean? Like... I don't know if I could necessarily fuck it. Bro, you know what it is in my head? Like, when I was a kid, I could eat all the sugar I wanted. But now I'm thinking, like, I, I drink, you know, pretty often or whatever. That's a lot of sugar in my bloodstream. I also drink rock stars. I'm like, bro, every time I want to eat a candy or something, I'm like, nah, like, I'm about to intake. You got a, a crazy heart. I'm about in, to intake a bunch of sugar tonight. Instagram dabs and rock star. Instagram dabs. You be so taking Instagram all those dabs. dabs, all that other sugar really isn't going to measure to the little bit of sugar that candy is going to provide. 30 grams additional, I bet. 
when you're supposed to have like 90 in a day what's in uh, your energy drink uh like 60 or something like that how many of those do you have at least i just have one there is not 60 grams of sugar in your energy drink uh i don't have a rock star with me but it's like it's like 59 or 60 bullshit bro it's crazy give you cancer and abc everything bro you go into a 7-eleven everything is sugar that's why I had to stop taking those bang energy drinks, bro. They they kind of just started looking a little more funky. I don't I don't want to sound stupid, but I dropped some on my table one day and just kept like sizzling and sparking for like thirty minutes. Oh like, my god! Crazy. It's one of those people who like light a Dorito on fire. That like we're eating this and it burns. <laughs> we shouldn't be eating this. I don't. I mean, because like most of these energy drinks and it, it says a lot about like even dabbing. We were talking about in my office yesterday. It's like, bro, there's no long term study for none of this shit. How like it's affecting us well, in actually, like 50 years. But a lot of people don't even know. Like I hate even getting into this because people are going to start calling me a dab nerd. But there are studies into dabbing and it all leads to it being healthier. Bro. Oh my God. It's crazy. But people you ever seen a dab rig after like no, but a he, month of use? You yes. get like snots and like boogers all throughout. But guess the what? We're not bomb, smoking bro. our blunts and our spliffs through a glass uh, glass tube. You know what I mean? So we don't see all the resin built up in anything else. We see the sure. resin built up in that because we use we have to use the thing or whatever, So you're right? saying we should be dabbing here more than we should be smoking? All I'm saying is when you're smoking, when you're buying the best weed possible, it's like what? Let's, let's say 30% THC, right? So out of a blunt, 30% of it is actually the, the, the THC you want to be smoking. 70% of it is just <clears throat> empty plant matter that you're smoking just for no reason. You know what I mean? You're putting smoke in yourself for no reason. So when you're taking a dab, you take one dab, which for most people, that would get them just as high as a blunt, where... In a blunt, you're, t- you're intaking smoke like 50 times, where in a dab, you're intaking smoke one time. It's mm. 100% THC, no, you know, just plant matter. And you smoke less and you get just as high. I want, I, I think we should, as a no jumper crew, I think we should all get like x rays for our lungs. I'd no. be down. It, it's a lot of, it's a lot no. of talks about like who, nope. who's the biggest, huffiest, puffiest smoker. No. Let's take it to the doctor's office. No, because I know what. I do not want to know what my. We're all going to leave the office crying, knowing no. we have five years. To no live. one's going to. I'm an smoke. adult, and I made the decision to start smoking, which means I have the decision not to know the damage it's doing. Exactly. Mm. You know, it's uh, Gucci Man said it best. He's like, I forgot how he said, it, but he's like, but he said I, it best. I fuck up my lungs. It's my choice. Mm. Did he say that? Yeah, he did. I'm oh, just, that's on uh, uh, get lost. Get lost. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck up. It's my. I, I forgot how you said. Nah, but, but that that that's some real shit, bro. Like I don't know. I I, I really get a little scared about like wax every time I think about it. It honestly, the only sketchy part that? about that is, is like, and honestly, you could apply that to edibles too, especially with this mushroom edible craze that's going on yeah. right now with weed. Someone gives you some shitty looking weed, you're like, no, I don't want to smoke that, right? Someone gives you some wax, you don't know what weed or ed- or an edible. You don't know what weed went into making that that edible or wax, concentrate. You, you, you know, you kind of get like a, you you could get an assumption of what no, you're doing. Dude, there's there's methods of clearing it up and making it look a certain way. Though you know what I mean, you got raw. You can make diamonds. You can make diamonds out of anything. So you have a tester kit. You you don't need a tester kit. You would have to have a a kind of like a a relationship with the grower or 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 concentrate maker and be like. Do you have a relationship with these Instagram dab dealers? I have uh, relationships with a couple of them, not all of them. Yeah, all of them have their eyesight. (laughs) <laughs> oh fuck! I don't oh, know. God, oh you're talking about the real blind man? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to oh, real blind man. Shit. You no, got you got a blind man dab man. He makes wax, but he's blind from a genetic thing. Oh, okay, but I mean that's not still the dope. wax. Not the that would he smoked himself blind. That's crazy. But shout out to my boy, real blind but, man. But that, that's a bigger conversation about like exotic weed now, bro. Like 
you you taste the difference now it just tastes more a little more like soily and like chalky i don't know Bro, what it is you we're know about I mean? to get but, into a crazy discussion because i was talking about this earlier today too what with the exotics it's bullshit dude yeah i mean they, they're, they're just spraying some shit to make it taste it's, like it's not that they're spraying shit it's like if you're a real weed if you're a real a real uh, weed smoker <laughs> if you're sparks. like a real weed smoker you're trying to get faded right you're gonna smoke an og it's gonna have the strongest thc cbd uh you know stuff or whatever when you're smoking exotics people will only really grow exotics or used to grow exotics to make concentrates out of because they have that strong flavor right now people are trying to smoke it out of a blunt acting like they taste fruity pebbles it's like no you're not and you're paying 80 dollars a, a fucking eighth for no reason you know what i mean just to seem cool you, but, the, yeah. but there's also 80 dollar eighths that are really good mm-hmm I never think. Shout out to Zushi. Oh. Never think there is. I I would not spend eight dollars. I think. I think you gotta let your guard down sometimes, Yuri. You kind of come into things where yeah, you come into things a little bit negative sometimes, where it's like, bro, like you, you you should always have benefit of the doubt that there is someone selling some like respectful weed at eighty dollars. Shout out to Matt Rice. He probably is. Shout out to Matt Rice. He's he's like a good known weed grower that anyone could trust. I feel like, but a lot of people are sketchy. You know. And especially in the weed game in the weed game it's very fucked up bro just that's be, what i'm saying just because like there's no respect for it you know people would, i mean like the whole thing i mean i'll say it from someone who's inside of it it's like most of the game is just the packaging you know what i mean and like you have these private growers but it's really just the branding that's really doing most of the uh no exactly the legwork for it you know 100 percent. people like you making the packaging yeah no i mean shit I don't, I don't know advocating like a bad like it's like a spin out the culture of it or anything like that but like it's definitely came back to a uh i mean i don't know if it's came back to it necessarily but you know it's definitely like the uh the branding and the packaging has never been but never before been the seller for anyone that is like super into you know buying weed on a consistent basis where they're actually looking after saving money here and there i feel like it's it's kind of a thing right now where if you're trying to get your bang for your dollar, you avoid the fancy packaging because you know you're paying extra for but it. But what does someone with good-ass weed do if they have great weed and they want to get to that $80 price mark? They got to have good packaging. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Oh, Yeah, but also don't you feel... I feel... Oh, I hate agreeing with Yuri. I feel if there's a dope-ass package, they're trying to hide something. <coughs> Sometimes really, that, too. Yeah, if the product's good enough, it speaks for itself and you want to exactly. show it. You'll buy in a shitty little uh, you know, plastic bag. But You'll be like, fuck it. There's a degree of, like, the runs back. That shit mm-hmm. is viral as fuck, and it's catchy it's as fuck, so it's like, I can see the appeal of that, too, but mm-hmm. you have no idea what's inside of that. Absolutely, and I think I think uh, uh, Young LB said it best. What? Sorry, not Young LB, sorry. Rio de Young OG, he said, oh. he said, uh, uh he said uh, uh, something about like I got these runs bags, but the weed ain't real or something like that. You know, a what lot I mean? of people talk about that repackaging weed. You know, keeping yeah. the bags because the bags are dope. <laughs> the bags are the sellers, bro. Exactly. And like we've been keeping a collection of for the last year and a half of just all these dope. There bags. needs to be a museum. I know they have these cute little weed map museums of like different pipes throughout <laughs> the years, but there needs to be a packaging museum. Someone could help me. Like we we gotta like curate this shit. But there's just like mm-hmm. it needs to be detailed from like the times that we. We were kids when they were in fucking like little like nickel bags and shit you feel me where it had like a pattern on it and then we had the capsules in like the the 2010s you feel me <laughs> who's gonna go to this museum i'm going to that museum I'm, i wouldn't go to the packaging <laughs> bro i'll for sure i'll be like hmm ah oh you had the cat food jars exactly oh those the were a thing that was 
that that like, that was around like 2012, and mm-hmm. that's like when caviar. I honestly, I fuck with that more than I do this fancy no, packaging because that keeps it fresh. No, but no, check it you out. You can't see the product. Yuri. True, true. As someone, as someone who who's who does packaging and like on the front face of it, like we really put in these die cuts a year ago at runs. It's like. We're always trying to find the best way to uh, be efficient. It's like if you have a thousand grams in jars, you're gonna have to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. A thousand bags, yeah. you could almost hold it with your. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? But like, you're, you're able to you can pack store more, that. store more. You're right. That's like an Amazon, iPhone, oh, Apple problem where they have to ship out so much product, they have to think of the designs to fit inside certain fucking carriers. And then and they, they like cut that. down waste like cords that nobody use, and then people like you complain. Not, about no, it. not yeah. cords. They're not including the brick. They include the cord, know. but not the brick. Because Everyone's just, just buy the brick for another they 40 bucks. have the brick. How many bricks do you need? It, no, guess what? The new iPhones I don't kind of want to. The new, I, the new iPhone connects Disneyland. only to the new brick. How many people have the new brick? No one. Everyone I has do. to buy it. Wait, I got what? one like two phones ago. Wait, when did they make a new brick? But I also lost mine in Disneyland and bought a new one on Amazon for $13. Oh, wow. The U- USB C one. I don't know if I could trust those. It's a lot faster. Hey, but I'm telling you, like, if someone does fuck with your lightning cable, like, you got to stop fucking with them. There's somebody you don't want in your circle. What do you mean lightning cable? Yeah, your fucking charger. The good charger. Your iPhone oh. charger. That's weird. Like, like take my shitty charger out of my car, but please don't the touch cube? that one, bro. Like, like, like the shit where it's like, you know what I mean? Like USB-C. Bro, we had the USB-C charger at our house, and after the 72-hour stream, it disappeared. Chuck disappeared around the same time. <laughs> Oh shit! I don't know, but that charger disappeared. Snuggled, could have got lost there. I know, right? But facts. Let's get into the drip check, though. Oh shit! What happened with Adam? Is he gonna pull up? I think he's here. Oh shit! All right, there he is. Should we wait for the drip checks then? Um, I'm curious about yours. What the hell are you wearing? Is that Lacoste? Kind of want to hear more about the pants. Yeah. Oh, and the pants too. Oh god! Oh god! Um, Oh, we might. uh, No, I'm gonna get up. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, I'm actually gonna trade seats because I, I <laughs> oh, like that. Shit. Come on, just like that. Post oh, workout, shit. Adam. You hopping right into it. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go on this seat right here. Oh, we're gonna rearrange. Oh, oh damn! Now it's like Adam's the host. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to sit there. If I sit there, then I have to be the host. <laughs> you don't want that. Go for it. Go for it. You, you gotta stay out. there. All right, fuck <laughs> it. I need also my pussy ass headphones. Oh yes. Let's go. We already live. Yeah, now we've been live oh, for like okay. 50 minutes. Without Hotspone? Bro, uh, yes. Hotspone's done. Sorry, he's gone for the day. <laughs> yeah, that's the second time you that's said that, second, bro. Come on. Do you don't even know that. what happened to him? No. Uh, I mean, you, your guess is probably as good as mine, but... It, Why do we continue to employ this person? <laughs> but it does benefit that I have his location. So I was so telling... Do you know where he is? Yeah, he's, he's at his crib. Oh, my gosh. So it's like... If if he was on the freeway, they'd say, okay, hospital's on the way. But, like, I try not to abuse the location of viewing so often, but I do do it as, like, a last resort kind of thing. Especially for Thursdays. It. Yeah. God damn it. Now, if y'all ever want to know, I, I might give you guys the scoop. What a lazy piece of shit. <laughs> Man. How do we deal with this? I'm going to say what all the fans are thinking. I would what hope at fuck? least he could, like, t- text us. You know I mean? I haven't heard from, all, from him all day. I almost th- feel like you guys are the host now. Yeah. Oh. I mean, Ba-boom. he shows up so inconsistently that it's like, what, what do you call someone who doesn't show up that much? A guest? I guess. Well, realistically, this is the second time he hasn't showed up, right? Mm-hmm. Or third. What about my I podcast? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know exactly. You're, it's probably countless at this point. I don't know. Now, nah, but the thing about house phone is like, bro, he, 
it's you you honestly got to accept the unexpected you know what i mean it's, it's the question one is thing. how much we should expect uh, or accept <laughs> i mean he's the wild card well, well that's the thing it's like i'm not gonna put myself in a position to be like tricked and like really be like full-heartedly like believe what he plans on doing you know what i mean just for the fact that everyone's been fucked over one way or another you know yeah, what i mean yeah yeah trevor has a, 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 a terrible ter- a tale about that oh, <laughs> oh yeah so dogs, i promised him some dogs yeah he uh <laughs> he set up like a big like video shoot for like his rapper homie okay and uh uh he, he was like yo where can i get some uh, dobermans the house was like bro i got you he's like bro but are you sure like like trust me i can find somebody on google are you sure he was like no nah, i got the guy Day comes, yeah, yeah, no, let me know. And then <laughs> it's just in the group chat, just Trevor question, yo, I yo, how's that. Well, hey, that's hey, the bro. amazing thing, too. Isn't that the same thing he's pissed off at Louis Ray and them for? Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not about dogs, and but <laughs> the, the, that's what I told him too in the past. Is like, bro, now you get a taste of the medicine. I know, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's I was like, kind of thinking that. I was like, bro, what if for one of the episodes of Disconnected, we made it live, but we all just kind of like hid in the closets or something. And then Houseman just came in and it was like dark. He no would, one's here. He's listen, like, what's going on? Listen, like, where is everyone? The crazy part is if we missed it, if it was just him, he'd be like, fuck this shit. These motherfuckers are fired. <laughs> you know? I think, okay, like a court of law, there needs to be like a system by which like if you miss enough episodes then eventually you just start like put on probation or you're mm-hmm. you know you you kind of get like revoked and then like the vice president or the first lady becomes <laughs> in charge of the whole deal i don't know because there has to be something like we can't just let him keep not showing up so right so, like that it's, it's untenable situation it's think... so it's disrespectful to the platform and it's like i understand speak to, on it i've only really given him so much leeway because of the shit with his mom because if it wasn't for that, I kind of feel like I already would have said this ain't working out. Mm-hmm. Because it's really fucked up. And the fans see it. And the fans at this point, like, the fans always love to give a fuck up a second chance, you know? Mm-hmm. No offense to him, but, you know, obviously. Um, and it just feels like the fans even have realized, like, this is not okay. Because I watch a lot of podcasts. I'm familiar with a lot of podcast networks, the comedy world, you know, poker. BMX, whatever. I can pay attention to rap. Right. All these different fucking worlds. I never seen anything like this. Of a host not showing up. It just doesn't happen. Like I yeah, just right? like you know maybe once in a while, and they talk about it like it's this really serious problem or whatever. But for the most part, we've given him more second chances. And I realize I'm talking too much. And it's not my show. But we've given him so no, many second chances that at a certain point, it's just gonna have to be like. We but can't point, really let you, yeah, because he's already so far past the should point. Should it be like just five tart? Like, okay, you have five tardies. I mean, eventually at school or high school, they did that, right? Yeah, it's like after if you point. miss fifteen days, like all right, you you just out of here. But any reasonable number of chances that we could give him, he's already clearly passed. Unless we start the clock now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you just gotta we gotta give him like a cease and desist of like no, what's it called? Up. Like in Christianity, where you can get rebirth or rebaptized. We need. We honestly need a baptized house phone. No, but I agree that there should be. If you show up for every show for a month, then maybe one of your strikes you gets removed. Day. It's like a strike on YouTube, really. Yeah, I know, right? But or you get a from sick your day, employer, you know. Yeah. Uh, but you know what's even crazier is I was about to miss today too. I was about oh to text God. disconnect the group chat and be like, guys, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it because I was vomiting like crazy <laughs> earlier today. I, I was throwing up nonstop. Were you? From yeah. what? Um, because, oh okay, so you know that truff sauce that we get sometimes here? I love it, yeah. I took the truff oil sauce home. Oh, the truff I, I'm oil. I'm pretty sure they're sending that shit for me. You're just taking it? Well, I, we were gifted <laughs> it. We were gifted it. <laughs> I just 
just fire too. sneakily take it. But anyways, this is what life like is, is, is like as an influencer. You get your <laughs> know, fucking right? hot sauce taken by bumps. Well, it's not hot sauce. It's a it's oil. It was like an oil you cook with. It, it, truff makes that as well. Yes, exactly. Wow. So okay. we, we we got it's been sitting there for a while. So anyways, I didn't read the, the directions. It says you're supposed to use only a teaspoon. I used a lot of it. <laughs> I cooked some wontons with it, and then uh, within like an hour, I was I had to end my stream, bro. Like I was on stream. Why the like, fuck do you think truffle oil is appropriate to put it as oil, though? It just said oil, and but I was like, like, it's obviously like some kind of like some. You're not gonna put like vinegar oil for wontons, you know? Bro, what I mean? I've I've used sunflower oil, uh, olive oil. I've used all these different Those oils. Like I see oils. truffle oil. I'm like, what is the difference? I you used know? to be like you, where, where I was just going to have to cook something and it's like, oh, I need oil. Like, any oil is the same. Exa- like, I'm just going to use well, I thought they were. <laughs> no, I lived like it, that for a It will time. help you to read the fucking, the manual on the back. Like, what not to use it for? Or well, Google. Yeah. Like, what, what should I cook this I mean, with? But I, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm no chef. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. I'm not going to go in my... Like, I, I don't know how I assume, but you just look at these bottles. You're like, okay, this I'm not going to like dump like, you know, a quarter glass of this shit I just thought here. it was fancy. I was like, oh, it's going to make my wontons delicious. You know what I mean? But anyway. And then you got to twist Bro, I'm so glad I didn't... Uh, I like held, like held through it or whatever. I went to Robex, got myself a smoothie, ate a cup of noodle real quick, and then like I was just chilling. That's I, a horrible combo, Such though. a shitty meal. <laughs> <laughs> and I started feeling better. Now I'm taking shots and everything's all good. A cup of ramen. That's just like yeah. total fucking air diet. <laughs> it made me feel better though. I hate when I hear people talk about eating a smoothie for breakfast. I'm like, man, the fuck up. <laughs> Bro, go get three you. eggs, two pieces of bacon, <laughs> and a hash brown. I have or this, something like that. that shit. Dude, I have this argument with Riley where like in the morning I'll be like, gee, breakfast? She's like, yeah, I had a smoothie. I'm like, that's not breakfast, but bro. Props to the girls who can get away with eating that little for breakfast. Because realistically, what is a smoothie? Like 300 calories of fucking and air and water. And they put protein water. in there and shit, too. Seeding the protein stuff. Because if I could wake up and have a protein shake and live off that for like four or five hours, I can't even imagine how much less fat I would be. Because mm. I wake up, I eat four eggs and three pieces of bacon and half an avocado like every Morning. Isn't that like more or less healthy though? I think it's really healthy, yeah, but it's also like it's, but it's a lot. You yeah. know, if I could just get by on a protein shake, that I'm is sure a heavy breakfast. My total calories for the day would be a lot less. I'm still just smacking a coffee and just dipping. I'm still not a coffee person, that, but bro, you know what I'm really curious about? What is the drip checks right now? Wow. Yeah, you got. I've never seen you, Adam pull up in a, be quick. in a wife beater. Adam pulled up real quick, just like, all right, what's up, everybody? <laughs> no, you want to hear the science? Yeah, hey, what's up? Let's shoot on house phone. Um, <laughs> no, the science is. I had to do two plug talk episodes today, mm. so I have to have two different shirts. Ah, so okay. my first shirt of the day, I can't even remember already. Oh, I had a sweater that I was wearing earlier. There's mm. this random sweater I bought at Bloomingdale's. And then my second one was this Ooh, nothing oh. personal drip that I previously wore on no jumper, but I figured, oh, right, what, I'll, I'll bring it back for a, for a plug talk thumbnail. Shout out to Nate Richter in the building. Good looking. And then, oh, yeah. uh, after, but I had the fucking wife beater on under it. and. Hmm. I just fucking, just white beater Adam. I just figured because to be honest, it shrunk a little bit when I washed it, so it's a little bit small now. Have you done the white beater since Melrose? Honestly, I love it when I do throw it on, but I don't leave the house in it. It's like all like like eighty has Bisca, you have white beater. <laughs> I know the little alternate form that comes yeah. out very rarely. Nazi Adam, when I had the white beater and the shaved head, it was a bad. Oh combo. my god! You <laughs> just couldn't funny. even look at me without being like, ah, a white supremacist. No, the way Suche was crazy with it with it as well, and the grill yeah. at the same time. <laughs> now that was confusing. You don't see a lot of Nazis exactly. with grills. <laughs> yeah, you look but, like a GTA character. Well, or what's the rest of the fit other than the white beater? 
I have the same oh. black Birkenstocks that I wear almost every day at this point in All my right. life. And then I have some blue jeans. I'm not really sure the brand that I bought from Bloomingdale's. I'm going to guess they were $150 maybe. There it is. Casual fit. That's Boom. it. Let's go. I have uh, the Amostillo Chucks or uh, Vans or what? Yeah, Chucks on. Freaking I still some rock those a bit. Ross Denim, the Tantox T, and uh, Ezo haircut. I was trying to look at your shirt, so I was tripping and I was wondering, like, damn, did I misspell this shirt too? I but hope this you shirt didn't. did not say Eerie on it. That's a good point. But listen, bro, I had no fucking clue. Your you, name you, had a you Y You misspelled Harmonious too What's up with that Listen bro I, And I heard T-Rail man T-Rail got me <laughs> fucked up Yuri was like Oh well you should have Challenged him in a design battle He challenged me <laughs> This motherfucker does not he Stand had, a he, But anyways You know they, they say Respect your elders He has years In the design game Before okay. you bro well, He's well, 47 Well he got respect the goats <laughs> Oh okay you know what okay. I mean Okay but This is the thing That, that T-Rail tried to do In that conversation Is he did the thing Where you're like I have a girlfriend. She lives an hour away, and oh I only see God. her every couple months <laughs> or whatever. Did that. He tried to be like, I designed for all this shit. I can't tell you. Like Blazzy. Blazzy wears his achievements on his sleeve. He got a whole hallway in his office full of like different pictures of all these different designs he's done. I'm sure you've done way more than that. But you know, you're out here advertising right. the shit that you are doing. Yeah. And then he's telling us, oh, no, I'm better. All that shit you're doing, I'm better than that. But no, I don't have any proof, and I can't tell you anything about it. <laughs> and then next day in the group chat, he's like, no, nah, I don't do that. Yeah, and then he tried to like, deny it. That's funny. That's a cool flex, though. Oh, my God. So. I do. Re I respect that, the, like, the idea of somebody who's like super accomplished and just doesn't tell anybody. But it is kind of weird for him to tell us, no, I'm better than Blasey. I'll fuck him up, <laughs> but no, I'm not going to prove it at all. <laughs> he was tired of all this uh, Blasey's the goat talk. He was like, man. Nah, yeah, he honestly is tired of that shit. But Who do you think sold more tees with their design on it? Uh, Well, that's the thing. He's over here saying he sold out. Who's to say that we got the same quantity? Oh, you're saying you sell more or like he's selling 5,000, you're selling 500, and you're both selling out. Are we talking about the, the uh, No Jumper merch? Uh no, I'm just talking about what he's designed back in the past. Oh, I mean, obviously he probably for sure got some M's on me. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. But that don't mean that like he he's colder at me. Mm. Last Kings you know I mean? merch. There's probably a lot of that flying out the door at one point. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It was. A lot, that shit hit the Mexican community like fucking nothing else. Bro. Tuberculosis. Really? Yeah. It's pretty crazy when you think about it that he had a brand with his homie and was able to then sort of like just effortlessly pivot using the same building into doing a girl's store out of the same building i mean that is pretty crazy i wonder if he owns that property i mean I he probably know. it probably makes sense at this point bro yeah, no they'll I, just rent it i'm sure i walked in there the like other day with years the, i mean he could have bought it maybe but i would just be surprised because i yeah nobody who who has stores around there typically that would be them. insane to own a spot right like you're taking a lot of liability and it would be very expensive it wouldn't be insane but it would also be very expensive yeah well yeah. then you'd have to like kind of be uh worried like oh if i'm not renting it out i'm gonna have to be taking these l's for you and know the a couple thing months is, is like a year owning a retail space versus like just renting it or just inhabiting it is a very different <laughs> decision and yeah. business model you know like almost none of the brands that you see in LA actually own their space. That is a huge liability because like you can't, you know, you Appreciate could assume you, you could assume Melrose is going to be hot for six months, but you can't say for sure it's going to be there for ten years. It's popping. Exactly. I just realized something that I can speak on. What? 
the store on Fairfax, we're not doing it. <gasps> I heard. Whoa. So basically, I'm going to tell the uh, explanation of why for the fans out Ooh, there who are concerned exclusive. about the meta conversation in regards to this. So we found a spot. I always like thought, you know, we were on Melrose, paying five grand a month. I always thought, like, bro, a store on Fairfax that would be crazy. But even at that time, the idea of spending ten grand or fifteen grand a month on rent just seemed impossible. You know. Then we leave Melrose. The pandemic hits. We're posted up in this space basically for two and a half years of just doing content out of here. We're ready to do another store. We start looking around. We're looking at all the different areas. Fairfax was our number one spot that we're thinking of. And for the people at home, I mean, realistically, places or streets that we could potentially locate ourselves is pretty much like Fairfax, Melrose, and La Brea. Yeah. In terms of like Hollywood, I mean, you could go downtown. La Brea is coming up. It is. And that's what I'm hearing. And we are looking around there a little bit. But, you know, there's not that many stores that are really that popping. And yes, we could go in more like a destination idea. You know, we could have a store in a shopping plaza in the valley. And realistically, we will have a lot of people pulling up just because we have a fan base. But the one thing that was great about being on Melrose is that you get a shitload of walking by Mm -hmm. traffic from random people. They're coming by. They got 10 Supreme bags. You know exactly why they're there. They look up. They say, oh, no jumper. Wow, I I watched this shit on YouTube. Like, we just got so much traffic of people buying shirts and condoms from that. So, And I also feel like the thing about no jumper is that if we're going to do a retail store, then we kind of, we need to be in the middle of shit. We need to be where the people are already at. You know, and so... You get mixed in. We start having the conversation about Fairfax, and the store has some problems about it because there's like tables outside on the street for COVID. Like the restaurants nearby need to be able to use these like booths outside. So yeah, that, that, that spot transformed in the last year is weird. They yeah. literally just established that whole like I know I know what you're talking about. It's just like a weird like part that they just occupy. Yeah, because most the street because I mean. Is anyone scared to go sit in a restaurant at this point? I don't really think so, but it's a good idea for the restaurants because they can have all this extra seating that's taking up exactly, the parking spaces exactly. out there. But that was a huge thing because it's like you have your storefront, you want it to be able to look clean, you want to be able to have people just see it from across the street, but this shit is kind of blocking like a lot of it. So that was a big flaw against it. The other big flaw was probably just that it was small, you know, like I, I would want to have, I would like to have a store the size of Sorella or the size of Supreme or the size of Rip and Dip or some shit like that, like a big statement ass store. Yeah. Not like, like this one is like for people who know about the old 424 is basically that. Mm. So it's pretty small in comparison, like Pink Dolphin, it's like that size. I see. And so that was negative. But then there's a huge space in back. And so the fucking landlord starts going through the process with us. We're talking to the lawyers and everything. They're going back and forth. About, and, but there's all these stipulations that they want us to sign on to. And a lot of them, from our perspective, with our lawyers, were really unfair. And the fucking straw that broke the, the camel's back, per se, was that they wanted, as part of us signing the lease, for there to be no assurance about when we would be able to move in. Like, within six what? months, we that would be able crazy. to move in. From my perspective, it's like, no, I want to be in there the fucking second I signed that contract. Yeah. Maybe I would agree to a couple weeks or a month before we get in there. But they refused to budge on that. That's weird. So, basically, it would be on us to just wait until the current tenant wants to get Fuck. out of there. So, you're paying their rent while Fuck they're there? You. It's like, no, the you're hell? not paying the rent. They're, they would continue to pay the rent, I believe. Oh, okay. But... Basically, you wouldn't be able to just they get in They kind of leave yeah. you in limbo because it's like you're not going to want to go investigate to another spot. You're already, you're already signed into they a contract. You have all this money hold, you know, like up in this contract yeah, and shit for six months. That. But that then on crazy. top of that, okay, if you drive up and down that street on any given day, I mean, you know, five or six years ago, you never could have convinced me that Fairfax wasn't going to be the shit. 
Right. Fairfax looks rough these days. Yeah. None of that shit is open on the block. When you go there middle of the day, there might be like three, four spots open. Yeah. Even Supreme is dead. I've been having uh, some of the guys go by Supreme like on drop days to see what the vibe is like and everything. Right. They're telling me that there's barely even a fucking line, oh even God. on drop days at Supreme. And then we had to cut it out of the OGZ interview, but OGZ broke it to me. Supreme is moving. Supreme's not even going to be on Fairfax anymore. So Supreme has been on Fairfax since, I I believe, 92. Wow. So in other words, we as people who live in Los Angeles really don't know what Fairfax is or what it looks like without Supreme. You know? So when I heard that, combined with the fucking booths outside for the restaurants, combined with the the fact that Block is fucked. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's still a couple cool stores. You you got Rip and Dip. But that was mainly the, like you know, the headliner on the fucking street, you know what I mean, was Supreme. That's the That's reason true. most people were just going. They were going to the other spots around. Exactly. So. Everybody on that block is basically there because they want to mooch off of Supreme's cool yeah. factor. And I'm not going to lie, the idea of us being there and knowing that probably fucking 85% of the Supreme fans are at least people who know about No Jumper and would maybe stop by and want to say hi or want to fucking buy a t-shirt or whatever. Exactly. That's a big thing for us like we did great on melrose and melrose is way far away from fairfax like in that area you know it's it's less than a mile away but it's like you know just that that being right there would have been great they're leaving i mean at a certain point especially with that lease bullshit i just told them i'm like this isn't happening so we're looking in different areas and kind of trying to figure out another option but that makes sense whatever you do don't don't go to like some spot like the row or some shit like that where's the row uh that's that new american apparel building on like seventh and alameda oh okay yeah would you go to downtown or you kind of no, want to like no. hang out around Hollywood more or less? I live in the valley. Hollywood's right there. Yeah. You're not going to downtown? I fuck with downtown, but I don't really, uh, you know, I, I hated being downtown, that to be shit, honest. If you were still on like that one like off skid row uh, oh location, gosh. that would be crazy if you just never left and we were doing <laughs> that shit there that right now. There? Oh my that God. was the worst spot. It was an old Mexican bakery. Did you guys oh see uh, um, Desto Dub like unveiled on Instagram today his new spot? In Burbank. In yeah. Burbank. He's at tapped, West at Coast the, Customs. At the West, yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is pretty cool. So like, shout out to him because when I saw him saying, I want to do a store in Burbank. I was just thinking, like, where? Because <laughs> Dub, yeah. Dub has the store downtown, and he has the store on Melrose. He gets a lot of foot traffic there. Mm-hmm. Burbank? There's no I mean, foot traffic in Burbank, Where really. the fuck? Yeah, there's there's a few parts of Burbank that are, like, kind of, there's people walking around, but... Yeah. I remember one thing that really colored what I think of when I think of retail is I was talking to Brooklyn Dom about Brooklyn Projects, and he said that at one point they tried to do a store in Silver Lake, because in his mm. mind, it's like, Silver Lake is cool. I think it was cooler at the time. Yeah. It's a really cool, hip it's place. Emerging. I'm cool. But then it's LA not, it's not the where the too. skaters hang out. Ellie Skate was there at the time. Oh, was it? Yeah. For, and, then they, and then they moved to like East Hollywood area, but I, they were there for a minute. He just made the point that like you might personally want to hang out with the cool 28-year-old exactly. hipsters who are drinking iced coffee and smoking fucking spliffs on, in the Silver Lake area. But the reality is if you're in skate, if you're in hip-hop, if you're in whatever, streetwear... A huge part of your audience is the young fucking kids, teenagers, early 20s, whatever. You can't really be expecting them to just follow you to this sort of more highbrow. Right. No, it's definitely it's weird how all these scenes are like they might be evaporating in a a sense because, I mean, you saw it on Venice Beach two years ago, right? Where it's like five, six years ago, like tourists 
all these fucking like henna tattoo shops and like funky t-shirt places are thriving now you go there all of that shit's dude, released now dude, I, I watched this dude called german in venice on Shout youtube out to german in venice. <laughs> exactly and he says that like the police got rid of all the homeless encampments and he's like all the shop owners because he's a shop owner there he's like we all thought that business would come back he's like it's been like five months since they cleaned it up he's like business is still the same like people don't want to come here right now for mm. some reason and i think it's like maybe covid is still having an effect on a lot of other countries I'm where they can't to, travel i'm they, afraid to potentially see that happen on melrose because i was shopping there this weekend right and uh i, I went to this toy store i leave and like you know i have a, a bag with me and the guy asked me like huh, um yo are, are you are you sure you want to leave with that with that bag and i'm like of course i just walked out with him i'm like what like he's like no i mean you you after you're done shopping you come by and grab it i'm like Damn. bro that's how have you been keeping up with the local news of melrose oh no i went out it's there insane. bro and honestly i did look twice every time i crossed the street and shit like that that's bro like, crazy that's one crazy thing i get from having conversations with people who own fucking businesses around there is that they all say that the whole reason 100 percent, why people are scared to go to melrose and fairfax and shit is because they're scared of getting robbed and mm -hmm. the whole reason why all these dudes feel so comfortable leaving watts compton etc all this shit down there and coming up and doing shit up here is because they know they're not going to get any serious time exactly so that's the super unfortunate reality of the situation is that they're probably going to get another prosecutor in office and he's probably going to be the type of dude who starts handing out 20-year sentences exactly. for people doing armed robberies <clears throat> in conclusion what what's gonna happen the prisons are gonna fill right the fuck up again but maybe these shopping areas will be more safe but when i talk to like People who would never say this publicly because they know they would be smeared as somebody Speak who's basically, you know, uh, encouraging putting hundreds of thousands of black people in prison or whatever. But when I talk to people off camera and everything, they're like, they're just being way too easy on crime. And that's why all these places are fucked up. Well, I feel like I feel like a lot of people won't end up getting locked up. I feel like once you see that your homie just got 20 years for something you were doing last week, you're going to be like, damn, you know what? I really don't want to do 20 years for a Louis bag right now. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't seem like it's worth it. But, uh, and you know who else agrees with that? When I I, I brought that same exact thing up to <coughs> certain gang members who hang out here, I'm like, do you agree that they need to start giving people 20 year sentences if they want that shit to stop? They're like, yeah, Bro, basically. Oh yeah, for I sure. saw this like a uh, video on uh, on YouTube not too long ago about uh, it was like a debate between it was basically this police officer doing like some sort of a uh, he was just talking in front of a bunch of people or whatever, and they were saying like, yo. Why aren't you guys doing anything about the crime on Melrose and Fairfax and all these other areas? What like, am I going to do? Turn to Batman? No, you know what the uh, cops are saying? <laughs> oh, the, the cops. The yeah. cops are like, yo, they're like, we're arresting these people, but we're re-arresting the same people within a week because all we can do is arrest them. It's up yeah. to the prosecutors to actually put them in jail. They just let them out, and then we just end up arresting them again a week later. Meanwhile, you know I mean? in Atlanta, they got enough time and resources to fucking spend 10 years putting oh an indictment God. together for Young Thug and Gunna. Bro. But then in America, you can just go stick a gun in somebody's face on Melrose, and it's all good. California. Yo, them doing California. that in Atlanta changed the way I listen to rap music forever now. Because all these TikTokers are making videos about like, oh, Playboy Cardi, he, he you know, he he's talking about homicide gang and he made a whole song dedicated to uh, you know, his crew and then you know, they start pulling up these little baby lyrics. It's like That's one thing bro. that's a fact is that a lot of these rappers are way too comfortable talking about street shit in their right. songs and thinking that because there's no direct link of them to certain crimes that it's all good. Like in the indictment, one of the lyrics that they're on Gunna about is we 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 got ten hundred round choppers. Which to me is basically just I have a gun. Yeah. I have a bunch of guns. Every rapper's been saying that. Not every rapper, but many rappers have been saying that since the beginning of hip hop. And now Gunna is was, apparently in a lot of trouble, and this is being used as proof that he deserves to be in worse trouble. I was talking about this with Toke, where like I was saying that 
I honestly, in my opinion, I'm, I'm probably wrong because I don't know too much about the law system, but in my opinion, I feel like they have to have proof that Young Thug gave someone X amount of money and said, use this for this plan, right? Other than that, it's like, what if Young Thug just had, you know, like maybe 10 homies around him who were like, hey, can we get your help with like our bills? I just need 2,000 well, for my bills. That's the Rico. You give your homie 2,000 month for his bills. You don't know what he's doing with that. It's like, what if everyone you employed, what if we were all buying guns and cocaine? You but know that, what I mean? That's it's why like, with the Rico, they're able to say, oh, these 10 guys hang out around Young Thug. These guys claim to be YSL. Young Thug claims to be the leader of YSL. Uh, these yeah. guys, uh, you know, maybe we don't have video evidence of Young Thug giving these guys money to go commit murders, but we have evidence that these guys have committed murders, and Young Thug is admittedly the boss of this gang, mm, you know, and it is kind crazy. of... Uh, it's kind of fucked up because it's like a lot like these guys like yeah Gotti or again locked up and shit it's like it's certainly possible that the only involvement that young thug had with yeah Gotti was just i want you to rap use my exactly. studio i'm gonna give you money i'm gonna give you a chain i'm gonna help get you on in the business now it's it's not obvious to me that if Yak Gotti went and shot at somebody that Young Thug told him that, but that's the whole Rico thing is that they don't really have to prove that's crazy that he literally did that. So that's the scary thing about all this. And I don't know. I'm I, part of me is wondering like, is this the great Atlanta takedown? Like oh the, the, when God. everybody's worrying about and saying like, oh, little baby's gonna be caught up next. It's like, are you fucking serious? Are they just gonna get everybody? Bro, it's like. I don't know. It's it's like what you're saying though. It's like, it's so crazy that they don't even have to have like concrete evidence. All they have to say, even uh, I, it started uh, with the mob. Academics why. said this. I'm not sure if he's like 100 percent true, but you know a lot of stuff he says has research behind it. But he's or maybe I, I'm remembering wrong. But he said the only thing Gunn is charged with is just claiming yeah. YSL, which is crazy. It's like he signed the YSL. But then you're just like, yeah, just a record label, bro. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we rap about, you know, they fantasy switched shit. it up though. They they pronounce it on a uh, uh, on the news, Young Slime Life. Instead when, of like, young stoner life, yeah. When they, when they've always kind of like dressed it up as young stoner life. So shout out Yves Saint Laurent getting all wrapped up in this. I know I they're know. just like winning off. The people are just googling it. They're like, come to our site. What do you think the board meeting is like uh, there when they're talking oh about this God. this week? Like, okay, everybody, just want to remind you, we didn't have anything to do with the murders and the drug dealing in Atlanta. We are a Fuck, separate bro. brand. We don't know those guys. Let's just keep that in mind. Yeah, I bet there's a couple comments on their show. You guys Bro, are some fucking of, pieces of some shit. Some of the murders that are being linked like to YSO are like 14, 15-year-old kids, dude. It's kind of insane. That's, that, like, that's where it gets a little like, you know what I mean? It, it gets that sensitive, you know what I mean? Bro. And then people really take it personal because it's like, yeah, there was like some straight bullets apparently that like affected some kids. Oh, shit. Multiple kids. Yeah, and there's like crazy. a young thug bar about it too. Oh, whoa. Well, young, yeah, Young Thug has said some of the craziest the, shit like, ever in songs. Yeah, don't quote me on this, but it was more or less like a, a something, something got shot, called that a truancy or something like that. But I, I think we have to acknowledge and show love to like Lil Keith, Lil Got It, anyone yeah. who didn't get caught up in this, because apparently they were able to resist the extremely tempting lore of the streets while part of the Young Starner Life family. Look, man, I feel just like I'll be lawyered up in a different state. You know what I mean? Mm. I would just like be reserved. I was thinking about Lil Keen, uh, Lil God. I was like, are they going to get arrested too? Because they're kind of very closely related to that whole group as well. Well, if they weren't already, I mean, 26 is definitely a bunch of people. You know what I mean? So like, it would have been nothing that another person. It probably wasn't. But gonna have to turn himself uh, in like a day later because he found out. But he has he has so much responsibilities, bro. Like like he 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 probably had to talk to fucking hella managers, hella lawyers, and see what the right thing to do is. You know what I mean? It's like okay, like. 
you have a, you have a really big career, arguably just as big as Young Thugs. You know, what I mean, I mean like, think about what the last few years of Gunna's life has been like. Like yeah. from basically a regular guy to fucking exploding, being a huge lap of luxury, new crazy ass clothes every day, girls, whatever the fucking wants, money out the ass, drugs out the ass, perhaps. Dude, I was thinking about that. They caught when they caught Young Thug. One of his, uh, he had multiple charges, but it was like guns, weed, and lean, right? Yeah. And I was like, thinking, wow, Young Thug has lean. And I was thinking, like, bro, he got pines. What's the what's gonna be the effect for a person who like has a, cons- a consistent supply of a lot of lean, and they go to jail where they have none of it? You know, I what was mean? talking to somebody the yeah. other day. Told me that he was puking for two weeks straight Fuck. because he fucking got put into prison uh, and and didn't have the shit, bro. Yeah, it's gonna be rough. No, you you see him just like all kind of bunched up. Uh, I mean, like he's probably going through a thousand emotions that withdrawal's probably just like just the icing on the cake that's probably fucked up because man a young thug's on top of the world you know what i mean so for him to go from like a hundred to zero that shit's definitely crushing and you don't have oh, your fucking up. your supplements around you you know he had an interview where he did mention that he has a private fridge for his lean that comes with a fucking like a padlock wow that's smart honestly because because <laughs> he has kids you're, around you're good friends will turn to fucking yeah. straight evil Bruh. demons when you got some drank when, when i see videos of rappers with like 10 bands and like all their jewelry and lean like in public like bro like i get it you got it on you and you, your boy got it on too but like that's just stupid when like, you when you were on melrose were you wearing any of those chains? yes i wore both of the chains that's some advice that greedo gave me back in the day where i think i had some lean or i had some pills or something and I was like pulled it out like I was pouring up or I was fucking taking one of the pills. I forget what it was. But Greedo said to me, he's like, Adam, these are all my people here and they fuck with me. So they're going to fuck with you. But also when it comes to drugs, people start acting real irrational. Obviously, I'm paraphrasing. I don't know that he would have used these exact words. But he's basically just telling me. Don't be flaunting that you have a bunch of drugs around these guys because these guys, they might, uh, their their moral code might shift a little or be pushed to the side yeah. when Bro. they know that they could potentially come up on some uh, opiates. Dude, I used to be friends with this, uh, when I was 18, I used to be friends with this kid who was like a rich kid and he was... Chuck? No, he was not Chuck. He was also 18 at the time, but he was Racist. like, he was rich and he was addicted to lean, bro. He was sipping like hella lean all the time because oh he could afford it, right? And then one day, bro, I'm chilling in a room just smoking, just me, him, and my other homie. We're chilling smoking in a room. My homie was addicted to lean. He's like, hey, I'm going to go uh, go grab a, like a bottle of water. Leaves the room, closes the door. I'm like, hey, Blazzy, pass that lighter. He bursts through the fucking door. What the fuck did you just say? You talking shit behind my back? I fucking hurt. And just fucking starts ranting for five minutes about how I was talking shit behind his back. And I'm like, paranoia? bro, I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? I was like, I just asked for a lighter, dude. And like, he was always like this, where he was just like on pins and needles. Like he was like ready, ready to explode whenever that's bro. the worst part of being friends with somebody who's just off pills and like constantly fucked up like that is like they get so upset they they literally turn into babies when they're bro. not off the drugs you know what i mean i will wait i'll drink lean and then i'll wake up in the morning the next day and just be a dick for like six hours <laughs> and then like by the time i'm going to bed i'll feel normal or like you know, <laughs> later in the day my girl will be like i really thought you were like mad at me like this morning <laughs> yeah. or whatever and i'll be like not wanting to admit, like, well, maybe I'm just in the back of my head. I'm like, was it the lean? Oh, shit. Well, was I a dick all day and I didn't even know because the lean is just ravaging my immune system? <laughs> well, it, it, drain, it drains your dopamine. Like, the next day when you're off of it, all your dopamine's gone. 
and then you just like you can't be oh, happy yeah. about anything. You for sure need a day to recover. You cannot. You, that, that's the thing about Lane. It's like you. It's not something. It's like smoking a blunt. Like oh, you'll be good to see your mom at the end of the day. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like if you're, if you're gonna pour up, bro, you cannot have. A, you gotta be very responsible with your with your planning because you cannot be doing anything the day of or the day later. It's gonna make me sleep a lot more, and it's good. It's basically just gonna like erase a bunch of my time that I would have otherwise because it's gonna make me sleep more. It's gonna make me groggy. It's gonna make me annoyed. It's gonna have this like negative effect. Even though it feels good doing that at night chilling, my thing is is that I just never want to do it. Like I I always am like think about it and then <laughs> get I'm peer like, pressured. No, not not no, because I'm the only one who ever has a lean. Like, no offense, but like, <laughs> fucking, I have some lean, allegedly. <laughs> I don't have any friends who really ever have lean, so it's not yeah. like a peer pressure thing. Because peer pressure wise, like, if Desto Dub walked in here right now, was like, ah, I'm kind of gonna see, we're about to pull this up, like, Blasey, here's a cup, Adam, here's yeah. a cup, we're doing it, right? Because it's just right there, boom. It's like, but for me, like, knowing that my kid is going to be screaming in my fucking ear at 6.30 in the morning. Damn. I that just, sounds horrible. I picture myself just being on the lean hangover and just having her da-da, da-da, da-da. Uh, but what are the benefits <sighs> of doing lean? Like, do you feel creative you feel good. or you might feel a little creative. anything? Why are you guys looking at <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking you I mean, I'm, I'm kind of wondering from your perspective because for me, if I drink lean realistically at this point in my life, it's probably I'm probably going to do it around 6, by yeah. the, around the end of the workday. And then I'm probably going to do the same thing I normally do, which is go home and sit on the couch and watch YouTube. You see, how you're describing lean, how you're describing lean, I think of that way of of shrooms, where it takes two days, really cancels out a lot of your days. You can't be productive, but the benefit is like I become extremely creative. I think of all these weird Mm. ideas, and I'm like, I feel like it is beneficial. I don't don't think lean makes me creative at all. You know what I mean? And I I strictly only do it on off days because it's like you don't want to fuck up. You're going to sound like a fucking crazy person you tell a person the next day, like, oh, I, uh, mm, mm, I, I was at a doctor's appointment, you know? like yeah but uh uh i don't i don't think any i don't think any drug really makes me creative i, I think that like lean is just like i don't know it's just enjoying you know what i mean you're just slow you're, you're chilling eating but think about like what you're being creative with because i understand why an artist like a rapper will go in the studio and drink lean and smoke weed or, or take pills really? and they get out of their head and it's like if your job is just to say some crazy ass shit on a record mm-hmm. i mean i could totally imagine that taking a zam that takes away all your fucking anxiety and just makes you sort of like feel like you're the fucking king of the world yeah i could probably write some crazy ass lyrics like that now for you right you have to operate a mouse and be able to draw and like shortcuts all day you know like I'm, i could see you doing a good job like i'm that, using but, software for six hours like that's the last thing i want to do off lean yeah <laughs> or for, for me like what is my i mean doing an interview on lean no like yeah. I, I could maybe do like if i was on lean right now i think i would be cool and like maybe mm. it would be a different version of myself yeah. but it would be all right but yeah. me doing an interview with somebody drinking yeah. lean, no, it's just gonna slow down my ability to think. Yeah. Of shit. I yeah, think like, keep the energy. I think I'd be a good like train conductor, or, like a bus driver. <laughs> if I no. to be born up, that, I could. I, That's I why you could do kill both. multiple people other than yourself. That's what you definitely should do. Is operate. <laughs> I know exactly. And put other people's lives at risk. <laughs> I feel like it's way conductor. more manageable to get your job done doing that than doing graphics. I'm gonna keep it real, off lean. Well, I mean, I, I rather I rather fucking drive a bus. I'll say for weed. When I drive somewhere, I, ha- I have to smoke like pretty much beforehand, or I, I, that's my preferred state. Yeah. If, especially if I'm driving like three 
plus hours. Oh, yeah. You need a blunt. Come on. 100%. You need a couple blunts, really. But I'm not like a – I don't drink lean like that because I can imagine that if you were a lean head, you would really want the lean to be able to do that. Bro, you know what's really fun that I discovered uh, in Hawaii is like um, – Ordering a hit on the island, boys. Uh, no, speak on I, uh, it. we're gonna speak on that. What well, were you about what to happen? say? Uh, basically, bro, if you go on a long ass hike and you bring like a bottle with you and get a little drunk before it, it's so much fun to go hiking drunk. You're an alcoholic. No, yeah, I'm that's not. What I was thinking. You're no, an alcoholic. I'm not. It's listen, just a fun thing to listen, do. Adam, I realize. I, I've never like I've been to a dozen offices. You know, what I mean, I've never seen more Tito bottles get thrown in trash cans. Oh and more my red god! Cups. You, here? Yeah. You've only really? been here on Thursdays. Yeah. You should see every other day. It's chill. Oh Actually, my god! I didn't even know that. That's interesting. We never throw the bottles away here. We but take also them home. like I don't really see you Thursday <laughs> evenings here. You know what I mean? So like yeah. maybe they're like, all right, the boss is gone. You know, Tito's it's a little bit of that. You got Coronas and claws like bro it's a bar out here there's like a secret part of the fridge that yeah. has all this alcohol <laughs> really the only time i drink in the week is when i come here on thursdays really? like we, we do our like our habitual like pre pre uh podcast but shot. don't act like someone forces you we poured up some shots i was like blaze you want one you're like i need to take the edge off and you grab the cup and you drank it i hadn't been drunk for so long before the live show and i had three white claws and a shot so that oh, was wow. pretty much the drunkest i've been in a long time and i love that you on here last week i believe mm-hmm. tried to deny that you were drunk when literally the first thing you said when you got on stage was i'm so drunk and then i'm watching the <laughs> vlog and trevor sticks the camera in your face and you're like i'm so drunk bro i'm like oh he's God. telling us that he's drunk as fuck when he's drunk and then the next day or a couple of days later he's on camera on the podcast i wasn't drunk I've, yuri you're a fucking con artist and i don't think I, i've ever <laughs> seen you that sauced either you I were faded you bro, were doing worms and shit on stage you really did look like ellen i did not realize how drunk i was until i started seeing like people post instagram clips of stuff i did not remember at all i was oh like i was like i said this I was, I was talking to this person i was i didn't remember a lot of shit and i didn't realize it but at some point somebody said to me i have never seen riley drunk like this Yo. and i look over <laughs> and in the corner of my eyes i see riley and i see riley like smiling in a way that i don't think i had ever really seen her smile before and i was like well that is one very no. happy carefree girl right now. listen adam i fucking saw the exact same shit and we were like more or less in the same booth right yeah the top so, of the so yuri thing. would just go out you know meet the fans do his clout waves hop on stage and in the meantime riley's almost having a borderline panic attack bro when, i'm not exactly worried or excited for you worried really worried for yuri bro like she was like where's yuri and i'm like uh, oh probably God. downstairs like i've been looking for him dude i'm not kidding he's like I'm, i've been looking for him like i can't really can't find him. like bro i don't think he's like further than up or downstairs like but i can't i don't know where he's at <laughs> your, like, your irrational codependency will really come out when you're drunk oh, it's oh adorable though I, I never see the bot so strong but i almost i think i saw tears in her eyes I'm when you were on stage that's lit no no, no you know oh, when, no. general what, what, no when like <laughs> no right you know it's just like so we're worried about, about where about he's at. Bro, you know what happened? It was like, we were up at the VIP area, right? And I tell Riley, I'm oh, like, hey. VIP. I'm like, A very <laughs> important person. Yes. Continue. And I was like, hey, I'm a... Uh, I'm going to go downstairs real quick, do something. Um, I said, I'm going to go to the back green uh, green room or whatever, and I'll be back in a second, right? I go, come back, and Riley's gone. I'm like, where's Riley? And I start asking everyone, I'm like, where's Riley? Where, where's Riley? And they're like, she's running around asking where, where you are. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, where, like what the fuck she's is going on? She's with the Island Boys. <laughs> yeah, shit. So, so how the fuck was that running with the Island Boys? Bro, they were on a whole different island. we were not on the same island at all but that was so funny that i was like talk about i was like wow they came uh they went to hawaii the same time as we did but they ever dm'd your girlfriend 
I hope not. I don't know. Mm. I haven't. She might not be able to resist that one. Yeah. She'd be <laughs> like, island. Who, guess who the worst TikTokers are in the history of the universe? <laughs> or what Bro. about the third or fourth island? Oh, <laughs> that's true. There's multiple now. Wait. Yo, I fuck with them. Damn. Uh, I, honestly, it's kind of, I feel like it's kind of disrespectful to go to the Hawaii Islands and fade someone. But. I mean, that we don't really know the circumstances under which they got attacked. Because that's true. I'll be real with you. Like a lot of the tourist areas, Kiki. A lot of the tourist areas in uh, Hawaii are like the most safe fucking places. And I say this having been there as like a BMX rider, where it's like you can't fucking grind anything because there's just hella security. Who's just oh, gonna really? Yeah, it's just very like. Because it's such a small area and it's so touristy, they keep a very good lock exactly. and key on mm. that main area. But then when you go past that, it's straight like wilderness, like fucking jungles, like people's houses are like very like kind of. Do they got projects in Hawaii? They do. They and do. I fucking only have seen them like one time driving on the highway and somebody pointed it out to me like, yo, these are the projects. And I just see like a thousand houses that all look the same. Bro, and I'm oh like, my God. Ah, you know okay. what's crazy? I was on uh, the mainland, the, the big island of Hawaii with the volcano. That's where on you the, went. Right? Yeah, the big oh, one. Oh, okay. I like the big island, but way less interesting than. Honolulu. Really? No way. Yeah, because there's nothing fucking there. There's so much there, dude. There's a lot of shit to you do. You don't know anything but about Hawaii. You know because the big island is some of the most beautiful beaches in the world. Yes. But in terms of things to do or like civilization, mm -hmm. it's like the fucking Stone Ages compared to... That's what I was enjoying yeah. about it. I thought it was so oh, cool. Yeah, I was cool. like, it's like very, you know what I mean? Like uh, they said that they have rules against like building huge uh, skyscrapers. Did you specifically want to go to that island? No, I didn't even know I was going to Hawaii at all. She just bought you a ticket to a random island? She's yeah. like, let's go to this one. And we That's went. Tight. And it was amazing. <laughs> but dude, I was so happy for you when I realized you guys were going there. Bro, I was I couldn't fucking believe it. I was like, bro, I never thought I'd fucking be going to Hawaii. Like, this is insane. I still haven't been to Hawaii. But you know what I was going to say is uh, I was talking to one of the locals, uh, Elvis, and he told me that the, the lower income houses or the cheaper places to live is next to the volcano where you're in risk of oh, fucking shit. getting... getting yeah, that's fucked up. You That's kind of though, like... Every, like that's just like like just you rep your volcano. Fuck, I don't know, bro. Like uh, I rep a uh, uh, southwest oh, volcano. That's true. There's two volcanoes on that island, but I don't know, man. I, uh, that shit's also kind of fucked up. I heard they all live on the volcano, but they have to drive like two they hours. They live on the volcano. No, that's different than like. It's basically on the volcano. Yeah. Don't I'll stay to Turtle Bay. That's fucked up. For all my Hawaii heads out there, me and Addison Ray, we were kicking at Turtle Bay. That rhymed. I didn't really mean for it to rhyme, but yeah. Were you shocked I, by like how clear the water is and how much fucking yes. wildlife and fish and shrimp and all the shit is like it's everywhere? Definitely a lot of the nicest beaches in the world. And when it's you insane. compare it to most of the beaches out here, it's like, oh fuck, bro. This I did not want to go moment. back what, to LA Doc Weiler, <laughs> dude. And it's so funny. I was like talking to the locals and they were like talking about how they were visiting LA and how cool it is out here and how a trip it is out here. I'm like, bro, LA is like a shit town compared to Hawaii, dude. It's so sick out here. Hawaii uh, is like for me, it's pretty. It, it tells me a lot about how I feel about where I live right now because I could never live in Hawaii full time because really? there's just nothing to do. It's mm. like if if I lived out there, I would go to the beach. I, I guess I would probably take up surfing because of the lack of things to do and the fact that I surfed last time I was there and it was very fun. Maybe I'll go ride my bike a little bit, but there's not really like anything for, yeah. for me to do out there. So it's like, but the weather is way better and it's so nice and just Real serene. Fact. But then there's nothing to fucking do. And so that tells me a lot about myself that I would way rather live in this fucking concrete jungle of a You, you know what's funny city. also that I noticed is like a lot of L.A. people, if I were to ask you guys, like, have you guys done everything in L.A.? You'd be like, oh, I don't know. Like, what is there to do in L.A.? I don't, there's I don't, like, I for sure haven't. Right? I, I haven't even been to a Dodger game. Bro, I asked the two I dudes I who I, I met out there, the locals, whatever. I was like, have you guys 
been to every part of the island and done everything they're both like yeah we've done everything already you know what i mean they're both like 22 years old and they're already done but been if, there, you're, done that if, for if you're stranded on an island like that you might as well like like we have hope you know we go to vegas we go to san yeah. francisco tj or whatever they're on an island like you kind of do gotta like cave that shit and like really see what's in there like they love it but they also just look at us and just think that our shit is just so much sicker. I'm talking about like the average person that I would talk to out there because mm-hmm. it's like when you live in such a beautiful place but there's not that much to do, you look at a place where there's just a lot to do and you're like, oh my God, that's so amazing. We yeah. look at it and we're, we take for granted the fact that there's so much shit Bro. going on out here. If you want to go to the bar in L.A., any given night, there's like a thousand bars that are crammed full of people. You know, facts. Mm-hmm. If you fucking go to Hawaii, how many are there? I don't know. It's gonna be a lot more limited. Bro, yeah. you, you could live in LA, and every day you're gonna see like twenty new people. You know, what and I mean? would you like, really want to move to Hawaii? You know what I mean? I was saying yes, bro. I was like, we should get a no jumper office in Hawaii, dude. Like a little off branch or something like that, because it's that so sick boring. out there, bro. It's, it's awesome. like this. I feel like there's not enough people to sell shit to. I know, right? Like, you're going to kind of sell to all, all the people there. But I don't the know. Tourists. Maybe if you keep it real interesting. Some yeah, Hawaiian like, shorts. How are you going to appeal to the tourists? <laughs> Hawaiian kandamas. There was a lot of uh, drippy tourists I saw, like, wearing revenge sweaters and fucking, you know what I mean? Like, stuff I could see you in house one wearing. But think about how weird that must be to be out there and people visit and, like, you meet people probably and get along with them and shit. And then it's like, oh, no, bye. I'm leaving. I know. Like, see, very see, few, never. you know, most of them just aren't there to stay. But that's also in the tourist areas because once you get out into, like, the real Hawaii you're like, oh, these are the people who live here, never interact with tourists, and just kind of have their own thing going on. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And also, if you really want to learn about Hawaii, I feel like you got to go watch uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter. because he, he, They do that shit in Hawaii? Yes. Yeah, that was where he was located. And if you want to get the vibe for like what a, a Hawaiian meth dungeon looks like... He was busting in those. Shits. I was watching that shit. I That's remember hard. I'd be shocked. I'd be thinking like, bro, like they really got apartment complexes with like meth labs in them in That's Hawaii. The local like <laughs> flavor that you don't get from just like sort of hanging out in the the the, the tourist areas. Mm-hmm. But then, okay, when you want to think about why the, the war on drugs will never work, think about the fact that Hawaii has a super bad meth problem. I didn't even know that. I oh, know, it's bad. right? Bad and. If you it's look in the at it, nowhere. it's a tiny ass little island. How are you going to get meth in there? Well, people can carry it on the plane. You can get it on a shipping container, or you can make it in a meth lab. You know, when you look at America, it's like there's so many different places that it could be coming Mexico. in. It could be coming true, in the mail, true. whatever. You would think that even just in Hawaii, they'd be able to bust up the meth labs and throw the dudes in prison, do a good job of checking all of the fucking cargo that's coming in, and like do a good job of checking people coming off the plane. They can't stop the meth so how the fuck is the united states which is a million times bigger ever going to be able to stop it it's not going to happen i think they're understaffed you know because australia i think does a really good job at preventing drugs from getting in there i like i hear i hear about the philippines does well the the president is insane right if you just kill anyone who you catch with drugs i mean (laughs) listen it doesn't sound very fair to me but (laughs) it seems like it is kind of working when you look at like china and japan right did you guys see the the thing phil defranco did about him recently where i didn't even know this but the that president who's like basically murdering homeless people and drug addicts on the street his dad (laughs) used to be the dictator and then once they took down the dictatorship they're like oh i'll put my son as president The, the son is president his his uh sister is like the vice president it's like it's it's so crazy. It's bro. all just a kingdom. Yeah, it's all fucking. Everybody's like, telling shit. me that Hawaii is part of the United States, as if I don't fucking know that. Yeah, I was we... referring to the continental. United it's because he States, said, "You stupid fucks." <laughs> 
That shit is so trippy if you look at the map. It's so fucking far away, and it's so trippy to think it's still a part of the United States. You know what yeah. I mean? But it was a bunch of weaseling done. Uh, I don't know. I was watching a whole video about this, bro. Even pineapples aren't from Hawaii, bro. Really? I I saw the this. Why whole... the fuck are we gassing up Hawaii like that? I don't even think palm trees are from there now. They aren't. They aren't native to Hawaii from neither. Uh, I, know, I forgot where they come from, but they're not native to LA neither. They all the palm trees have been brought out here and palm like Springs? cultivated out here. I have no idea, but. Bro, apparently it's like it's kind of like disrespectful to be like, yo, let me get a Hawaiian pizza because the the Dole family kind of pushed this. I know your ass for sure found out when you went out there and asked for Hawaiian pizza. I did not ask for Hawaiian pizza. You asked, would go in there with the biggest smirk. Uh, did you have any spam? Uh, no, I did not have any. Whoa, we should have tried spam. Did you bro. eat anything that you wouldn't eat at home? Yes, I, that was, I was specifically every time we went out to eat, I was like, I'm getting something that I cannot get at home. I didn't like anything. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. That's so cool that you were adventurous and hated it. Well, I'm like an adventurous eater where like if I eat something and I don't like it, I'm willing to come back to it a week or two but weeks later. But was it like you know? good food? You know it, what it I mean? Felt, it, no, it felt fresh. It felt, it felt like, you know, very nutritional fresh eater, food, but it wasn't like, they didn't have these like strong flavors behind it. You know what I mean? Especially I like the Hawaiian pokey. barbecue though. Ooh, uh, Riley got some like pork like barbecued pork and she said it was delicious but i had got uh some fish thing and yeah it was oh, oysters that's what i love about my girlfriend fiance is that she is such a fucking nerd when it comes to food that like when it comes to like finding a place to eat i'm the kind of person that probably wouldn't even really go out to eat if it was up to me i would probably just order postmates or i would be like Oh, I saw a, a pizza place on the walk here. Yeah. Let's go to the pizza place. <laughs> Real quick. She's like looking up the top restaurants in the area. She's looking at YouTube videos. She's looking at the food on the Jeez. Yelp page. She's looking at the reviews. She's like actually figuring out dope places to go, yeah. which I would just never put that level of thought into. That's almost it. like cutting coupons at this point because it's like a skill level that like you're going to find a lot of stuff that a lot of people don't know about. You know what I mean? Like through doing that type of stuff. Yeah, I can't do that. You got to have a girl to do that shit. <laughs> Bro, you know what's crazy though? Like when we were in Hawaii, uh, we were like um, deciding to go uh, hiking and shit, right? So we went uh -huh. to the volcano, drove two hours to go to the volcano to hike and then we parked up and we're like bro we're super hungry we just want to grab a quick bite to eat so we just looked around saw this uh a door open and looked like a restaurant so we're like we're just gonna go in there real quick grab something small fries hamburger or something we walk in and it was a volcano restaurant it was like on the side of the fucking edge of the volcano where you could as you're eating you could see lava and shit and like smoke coming out and what i was like the what fuck? the fuck dude and i was like how long is it of a wait is it here and they're like oh like five ten minutes I was like, no fucking way, dude. It was People like, it was just walking so, through that bitch. We just walked into like some crazy ass restaurant. I was like, I couldn't believe we're eating here right now. And you didn't like it. So the it food wasn't, wasn't good it. either. <laughs> that fucking sucks. Are you sure it wasn't good or did you just not like it because you have a very limited They palate? just didn't have chicken tenders and uh, mac and cheese. No, okay. And I was like weird jello. I was looking at the menu and it did have a bunch of crazy stuff I didn't really recognize. And I saw hamburger and fries. I was like, let me get that, right? The hamburger was like no flavor, bro. It was so plain. I was like, dude. Well, you can't have, you can't order hamburgers from like a seafood spot. I feel that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everything's damn near seafood out there. I will yeah. argue too that, and people hate when I make those arguments, but I just feel like it makes sense that when you're in like a small town, the food typically will suck. And when you're in like a big city, the food is typically a lot better. Um, now, I believe that to be true because... There's just a higher standard. Once, yeah, like if yeah. you're gonna have a burger spot in New York City and you want to compete, and you know that this is a tough market to be popular in, That's what are true. you gonna do? You're gonna check out all the competition, and if your burger is not as good as the competition, you're gonna go out of business. So it's kind of on you 
to make your shit dope, right? No, 100%. Yeah. A lot of times when I'm in a small town and I just go to a fucking spot, it's just like bad as fuck. And I'm like, it's because they don't have to worry. This is the no only burger spot within like a fucking mile of exactly. us on this street. And there's people here because they don't have that many options. And Everyone's here because so, same reason as I am. And so people will be like, LA food sucks. It's like, okay. Go to Hash Brown Town and go to the go exactly. to any like small town, and I just I feel like on average the bigger the city, the better the food is on average. Except for San Francisco, they have shitty ass food. Really, mm. bad food, bad food. I'm sure there's plenty of exceptions. No, Kelly's no. not feeling that remark. Uh, no, neither Sacramento either, bro. Well, Sacramento. Sacramento, the Bay, all. I've never had some good Mexican food in the fucking Bay, bro. I go there probably like every three months. Never. That's it's crazy. always like, oh, Blad, we'll, we'll just go here. Oh, nah, bro. Let me, nah, let me show you right here, bro. My tia works here. No, nah, wow. never. Always. Let me, let me give you another example. The Bay got bad uh, Mexican food. I was telling them, Riley. One one day I was in. Uh, I disagree. I was I was in Bristol, England. Uh-huh. And, um, that friend, sounds like terrible food already. Not not totally far off. And one of my <laughs> friends told me, oh, we got this Mexican spot. I know you live in L.A., in but I swear. This Mexican spot is just as good as anything I ever had in LA. <laughs> I'm like, and I'm I'm like new to LA at that point. I had only been there for a year or two, so I'm like, okay, sure, let's go. We go. It's the biggest disgrace of oh a burrito I ever God. had in my life, and my friend had a fucking quesadilla too. And I'm just looking at the texture of his quesadilla, like. How could anyone fuck up oh food God. this simple, this bad? And it, it just blew my mind to a million pieces. And ever since, I've very much tried to adhere to the idea of like where you're at, you should get the shit that is popular there. If I go to Hawaii and there's some dish that doesn't even fucking sound like it makes sense to me and it's the most popular signature dish on the menu, I want to get that. Unless it's like some crazy shit, you know. I, I want to try to eat the stuff that's popular yeah, in yeah, an yeah. area. Facts. And I if you that. like, we are obviously very spoiled when it comes to Mexican food because so much of the Mexican food out here is pretty dope. I've been to Mexico; the Mexican food there is even fucking doper. So yeah, we go to other places. Don't try to fuck with the local yeah. cuisine from where you're from. <laughs> what, what would you say is better, Mexican beaches or uh, Hawaiian beaches? I mean, that's kind of hard to say, just because uh, you said Hawaiian beaches, Hawaiian Hawaii. Is dealing with like oh no but no we uh, Mexico has the Atlantic Ocean and the Pacific Ocean they have two different coasts also two different um, climates you know you go down south to Tulum it's just tropical it's that's all what I'm thinking I have only been to Tulum beach wise mm -hmm. I think we go to Cabo like like AD and shit it, it's more Pacific more like towards Cali it's mm. different you know what I, I mean see, so I it's, it's kind of hard to compare you look at Mexico it's almost all just coast you know what I mean it's just one big ass boot from both sides fucking Tulum's the weirdest place ever. Tulum is fucking weird, bro. <laughs> Listen, across the street from our hotel, there was a pharmacy that publicly yes. sold Xanax. I know exactly. Lean, no because there's just Adderall. Okay, so you have like the main strip of the beach, and then there's just this one busy ass road that has like deadlock traffic, like two yeah, lanes on all dirt day. Road. And there's just a million pharmacies that are like ketamine, fucking yeah. oxycodone, like no like way. all Literally. this shit. Every drug is you're looking at. It's like steroids, growth hormone. You're yeah. like. It's like all of these are like massive criminal enterprises in America, and here you can just walk into the store and Bro. buy it. And then there's like a shitload of restaurants and everything, and it's so sick. 
but it's also just like so weird like why is this whole fucking town built on this one road that is at dead stop traffic most of the time it was a it was a yeah. it was an old fishing town and then it became like a tourist spot you want to hear something it crazy popping for that long bro yeah. all, all those hotels over there they have no uh like they're not connected to like the sewage all of them they just dump their shit into the ocean every single one of them and that's why, like, there's, like, a, a YouTube videos about Tulum and their beaches, how back in the day there were scientists who would test the waters, and it was, like, clean-ass water. Now if you test the water, it has all those drugs in it. It has Xanax, ketamine, <laughs> fucking coke. It has all these <laughs> drugs in the water now. And, it. and it's, like, affecting the fishes and all this shit. But and it's because all these hotels just dump their fucking uh, sewage. But listen, I'm you know, I'm definitely going to dip my toes in the water, but I'm not going to Tulum just to be in the ocean for eight hours. You know what I mean? You're kind of just hours. enjoying just to be around the area. Nah. And, the and food. I'm, yeah, the, the food's definitely cool. And they got a cool little downtown area. People try to sell you weed all day over oh, there. Oh, really? But yeah, because yeah, that's the weird thing is that the downtown type area is just kind of like a super nondescript, regular ass yeah. area in Mexico. And me and her were Sorry. driving around and going to a lot of different like food spots and shit. But that fucking street that I can't remember the name of is kind of like the whole deal out there. And then just all the, the beaches are just amazing as fuck along there. Yeah, that and the water situation is like very different over here. Yeah. Like, like, Bro, they don't they don't do no bo- no uh, glass of water. They give you just bottles. Mm. Doesn't matter how nice of a restaurant you're at, but uh, um, nah, Tulum's definitely dope, bro. I, I fuck with it out there. I've been looking for a topic for a minute now because I'm like, why the fuck are we still talking about Hawaii and Mexico? <laughs> oh, but, God. So we have a whole list. <laughs> oh, I, you do? It's just every time you you guys yeah. just kept going into Hawaii. I was like, okay, when when should I bring it up? But uh, uh, <laughs> no, but I have a topic that I really want to bring up, and we don't really up? need Yuri to start it. Is uh. Let's talk about Adam throwing you to the wolves in the form of the Crip Mac interview. I really had no idea it was going to go that way. And I forgot to talk about it on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people were like, why is Adam dodging it? So I figured I'll bring that up. One thing I do got to say. So look, I did not expect that many people (laughs) to give a fuck. Mm. The amount of grown men YouTubers I came across just documenting, just watching me just just interact with somebody. It it, it honestly blew my mind. Because they love Crip Mac because they know that Crip Mac gets views. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you're someone that had like a tense moment on camera with Crip Mac. I guess we're interested in this dude right. now. Yeah. Yeah. But leading into it, I mean, like Josh asked me, he, he originally asked me if I wanted to fill in to introduce Kazumi and Crip Mac. Okay. And I was down. Hmm. But an hour later, he's like, yo, our, you know, our XK nephew say he's going to end up doing it. We're good. But he asked me like, yo, you want to do the Tuesday show? And I'm like, I literally don't know what to expect. Like I'm somebody who's only seen like like five six pieces of content with crib Mac. you know i seen the channel five mm-hmm. seen your shit and that's a couple vines or whatever not YouTube fully videos. immersed in the lore i'm not and i understand people are you know what I mean? you, have, you have like middle america just white boys who love it <laughs> but you also have like the gangbangers in la who love it too you right. know what i mean or hate it and uh um i didn't know what to expect so i, I came in here uh we were talking you know before it just started it was cool you know what i mean start talking about what i do what he does uh fucking lupe as soon as i meet here she's showing hella love she like, shows hell of love to everybody. Bro, she starts talking to me in Spanish. She's a love shower. She starts talking to me about my like my family. I start talking my my parents cater too. You know what I mean? We start bonding and shit. But now nah, we, we get on camera and uh, we're starting talking to Crip Mac. And I think the biggest mistake was like the smoking and the alcohol. Um, I've never seen him not drink beer. He was drinking like hard alcohol that day. I oh think yeah, he, I think he also took it kind of the wrong way. I farted. That uh, I told oh, him doorknob. I told him <laughs> I'm gonna be out of town. And it's live. So bring your guys. Bring a guy. Bring a, a dude or two just mm-hmm. to hold you down because 
we want to just make sure that you know you're protected or whatever which maybe is not that maybe i should have had our own security yeah let's not even say maybe let's just say we definitely should have but i told him that and like i think he took that as if almost like it was very likely that something was going to happen yeah, so, he's on edge, you think? so he was i think on edge like super anti-op mode yeah, yeah. and I so then when t-rail's name comes up in the fucking air it's like I don't know. And I, I just think he was so ready to go because I kind of told him, mm-hmm. you're going to be live. Be prepared. Like, have people well, watching out and for And people you. were upset. They're like, bro, are you kidding me? Like, you did not know. And, like, it honestly, like, went through my head, bro. Like, we had an amazing live show. And T-Rail was arguably, you know, the fucking yeah. the, the star of he this really shit. You job. know what I mean? He started dancing. So it's like, <laughs> of course, I'm going to have to talk about him. The dancing kind of stole the whole show, huh? Bro. Because <laughs> I, I was in the VIP section. I'm watching all this shit from up above. Taking but, notes uh, for the next live show. No, I mean, like, if, if I can't talk about somebody who works here in the context of work, yeah. then, like, what the fuck are we doing? You know, because we could talk about gangbanging. Yeah. I'm not the one to talk about that. Like, I'll listen to you. Like, I want to hear 20, 30 minutes about it. But, like, can I talk two hours about it? I don't think so. But we were talking about this last time, too, how I feel like when C-Mac is talking with you, he seems to be a little bit more lighthearted, where I noticed that as J- uh, Blasi, as he does, he was making these, like, little slight jokes or, like, here and there. He was getting a little People bit more... People were saying I was, was joking. He was not get- really joking with I-, I could see you making slight little you know what I mean like obvious like you know like questions that shouldn't be asked like type things you want to know what I think really had him ready to be on some shit Mm -hmm. at that time was that he had filmed the episode which isn't even out yet with Kazumi and RSK nephew before that which god when that drops is going to be a whole thing because (laughs) I'm excited (laughs) to see before you say your thing I told Kazumi right after that show like bro this is the worst episode it's like no just wait till our shit drops really oh (laughs) wow I haven't even seen it yet so that's going to be so interesting but I guess she was saying a bunch of gay shit to him. And if you know Crip Mac, when you say shit, Josh is saying no. She was asking him about if he liked to get his butthole eaten, which I'm pretty sure I've said that kind of thing to Crip Mac. But he he took it a different way from her. He felt like, you know, she she can be kind of over the top with just talking about (laughs) shit. Yeah, she'll keep her smile, yeah. Yeah, so I think, like, he was a little in the zone about that. And I also, I'm going to be real with you, I think Krimag is just fucked up in the head right now in general because he's going through shit with his management. He put out a video the other day basically saying that the dude 600 took his YouTube channel and he doesn't have access to his YouTube channel and all this. And then today, the dude 600 posted a fucking video on the YouTube channel, like <laughs> A, making it clear that he does control the YouTube channel, but then also saying basically that his relationship with Crib Mag is just uh, managing or whatever, and that uh, there's actually this company that Crib Mag signed to Aww. CME, I think he said. But I don't know it gets what deep. I don't know what the actual terms of that are. But either way, Crib Mac has made it very clear that he is not happy about his financial situation or his business situation right now. So I think that is kind of weighing on him too. So I think you got to kind of think about can multiple you, things you, in terms of why he might not have been his usual self. And also, I kind of agree that he's always kept a certain level of respect with me, mm-hmm. maybe because I put him on early and, like, you know, uh, was very much a part of him blowing up. Mm-hmm. But he definitely, like, didn't seem like you had the same uh, care for Blasian House Phone. <laughs> no, 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 not yeah. at all. Um, um, but as it as it kept going, I'm like, bro, what the fuck are like? How long is this shit gonna last? <laughs> I was like, I'm I'm gonna be here for like an hour and a half. Let's call it that. But honestly, as soon as he ran out of alcohol, he's like, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> and then he dipped. Really? <laughs> yeah. But uh, um, nah. I mean, that was that was my take on it. Do I regret it? No. Would I do it again? Fuck no. Because okay, <laughs> you know what I mean. My thing with Crimac <clears throat> has always been, 
and he's DM'd me and said shit about T Rail one time, and I told him, I'm like, Crip Mac, you realize I'm I'm drawing, I'm I'm towing a line here, yeah, by continuing to fuck with you and him, given that you guys can't be in the same room, and to a lot of people. I'm kind of doing too much by even fucking with both of you. Like, I should pick one and just fuck with that one. And obviously, we could have a guy from 55th Street on the platform, and it wouldn't matter. We could have – T-Rail has done interviews with exactly. people who are neighborhood exactly. crips. And even though he's a Hoover, it's, like, not that big a deal unless you got that shit tattooed on your forehead and you're screaming about blah, 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 all this shit all the time. I told Crip Mac, if we're going to keep fucking with you, you just got to leave T-Rail out of it. Just don't, don't fucking – create static with him because then I'm not going to be able to fuck with you. Clearly that was like out of his head when he did this episode. Now the good argument that I have heard other people make is T-Rell has done maybe like eight interviews where he asked the person, what do you think of Crip Mac? Now probably the vast majority of the people that he's interviewed are people who don't fuck with Crip Mac and made that clear and T-Rell also made it clear that he didn't fuck with him. Hmm. But my thing has always kind of been like we can talk about beef between rappers and we can talk even about street beef to whatever extent but i can't use this platform to let somebody get up here and just really bang on their ops and say shit that is going to get people killed like my goal is to document the culture but not, not to be a person who's like creating a platform for for crazy gang war to be like amplified on here you know and that's where like professionalism is like involved where like there's many people you've interviewed where you can ask them a certain question and they could be like next question or i don't want to answer that or i don't know who that is you know what i mean like he he could have done that but just like he's people were so upset they're like bro like are you kidding me you would really set up t-rail like that and ask him do you want to say anything to him it's like bro this man couldn't stand the the name t-rail he was looking at Mm. me like shaking mad bro I asked him, like, you want to say something? You know what exactly. I mean? You, you want to speak on it? You're, you and, have all this boiled up tension, apparently. You have anything to say about it? And he spoke it? on it. Yeah. So if anyone's going to be upset at me, it's like, bro, like, if the fucking, the uh, the body language and, like, his his feeling towards his name already didn't already tell you, like, he, this wasn't, like, new news. And people were thinking that I exposed, like, some new information. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, bro. And my thing about it, too, is, like, yes, T-Rail spoke about Crip Mac on the interviews. Mm-hmm. But even, I'm pretty sure, in the worst clips, of like the worst thing that he said about Crip Mac, it was still... He's never double-taked his name. It's still like, I don't fuck with the shit he be doing. It's not, fuck the block that he's yeah, from and yeah, anybody yeah, exactly, associated exactly. with the block. You know, like, because I would kind of hold... T-Rell to that same standard. If T-Rell decided they wanted to come in and just start like using the platform to be like, and I know obviously this is not where he's at in his yeah, life, but if he wanted that. to use the platform to say, hey, fuck this neighborhood and fuck this neighborhood, but, no, that's but, not what it's about. AD doesn't do that. Yeah, AD, exactly. AD is from a place that has beef with other places in LA, and AD, you would never fucking know. You never heard it not once. One yeah. thing I would say different about T-Rell is he is a host. Yeah, so I feel like so I kind of have to side with him. Y- you you almost in have to in the sense where like I think longevity reasons he's definitely like brought a lot to No Jumper. You know what I mean? I agree. Um, but I think that uh, uh th- yeah, there definitely has to like like how would you feel if like T Rail pulled up one day with like a tattoo on his forehead? 
that said fuck the ops. You know what I mean? He almost did that get a tattoo one, on his forehead the he other did, day. Yeah, isn't that happened yesterday. <laughs> yeah, he did. He, yeah, he got. Wait, I, I have another. Tattooed. I have another random question. Um, do you think like C Mac even needs to be signed or have a manager? You know what I mean? Like as a YouTuber, yes. it's like you think so? Well, I don't think he seems business savvy enough to be like doing his own accounting. Got, yeah, I he see, could definitely I see. have somebody on his side. There's to, like, definitely plenty of shit that he needs to be handle on the top features. Of. I'm not exactly yeah, and just get him opportunities and stuff. Like if he is left to his own devices, he's just gonna do the shit that he runs into, which for him as somebody who like can't even keep an Instagram, I mean it's just not it's not likely, you know. Yeah, so yeah, I, can see I feel that. like yeah, he definitely needs somebody representing him. I'm just wondering where it goes from here and I wanna know more. I see I was thinking about that. I was like, Well, we uh have Crit Max suspended from the No Jumper world right now, but maybe maybe I'll just hop on Zoom with him. Maybe I can ask him all these questions. There you go. I would love to find out because, yeah. But my thing is, at the end of the day, yes, I think I have to be loyal to T-Rell over Crit Max because T-Rell is a host on here, yeah. and I feel like we have something that's... Well, let's be real. We and T-Rell have something that's more like a real friendship. I mean, he's been to my fucking house. I hang out with his, his kids, and I have real conversations with mm -hmm. his girl, whatever. It's like, that's kind of different than the than me just doing podcasts with Crip Mac, even though I consider Crip Mac my friend as well. But <laughs> yeah. Crip Mac broke the rules, and T-Rell didn't. Yeah. Like, Crip Mac <laughs> exactly. talks shit about T-Rell and his neighborhood yeah. on here, which is like, he knows that's not supposed to be how it goes down. I just you know we gotta yeah. we gotta at least take a break. I'm not saying never. I'm just it's saying, interesting let's, though. Let's keep who, some distance. Who came first though, uh, C Mac or T Rel? Technically, Crit Mac got him yeah, interviewed right. before T Rel appeared. What on if, the, at the end of the day? What if at an alternative universe, like C Mac was the co-host of at the end of the day? <laughs> I love that because I feel like him and AD are almost like the same person. <laughs> and do know they're so similar. You know how, how you can barely tell and them apart. Know? <laughs> what if it was C Mac dancing on stage? Crip Mac, uh, AD wouldn't have done that, but AD, AD too political. No, 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 yeah, yeah. I don't think he would, he would want to yeah. click up with somebody who's banging that hard, but yeah, maybe that'd be cool. <laughs> no, but uh, do we do the drip check yet? Uh, not yours. I'm kidding. Oh, shit. I, I did mine, we didn't do yours. Oh, yeah, we ended up talking about the shirt. Um, so I got some. I never heard of you, fucking Timberland boots, fake, okay, fake shoes again. And I got some fucking these pants I'm about to drop. They're fucking real tree camo pants you made. Airbrush. Those wow. are sick. Yeah, so they're hella dope. You airbrushed them, or the print just looks like that? No, nah, my boy airbrushed them. Okay. They're all handmade. Like but can you dude. make? Can you make like yeah. a print like that? That yeah. would be pretty cool. I mean, we're gonna do like a very small run of these, but um, I'm gonna make it manageable. I don't know if I could do like a thousand pieces, like, and have this guy fucking print them all. But um, I got Palm Angels, uh, Crew Neck. Just How much is that? Seven hundred. I think so. Maybe like 600 or something like that. I'm picturing Damn. myself walk, walking through sacks and just looking at that and being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to fuck with this $700. That, I mean, what it, what it was, I was out of town. I was on tour with uh, Phoenix in Phoenix, Arizona. You went with him? Yeah. Oh, I've gone on a couple like tour. And CJ yeah. Soul's there. Got to CJ Soul. You doing drugs? No. Okay. But just know me and Hash... I mean, yeah. Pulling lines. Is this a diss to Hash, Lacoste? Hash always got some lane. Yeah, you said what? Is this a diss to Lacoste? I don't, I don't know if this is a Lacoste collab. I was pretty faded when I bought it. But <laughs> it's a reference. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Then yeah, that's my fit. But uh, um, should we go into the topics though? Yeah, me so with I was, the topics. I was curious about what we have for the topics. All right. Well, these topics are a little bit different. I'll still Western wave. Huh? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh, this is a very Kurt Mac fit too. Uh, I know, right? Yeah, he does. Come, <laughs> he does come in with the white beard. No. That's true. That's He's crazy. rock this fit. There it is. You guys are Adam, twisted up. Your jeans is blue. 
<laughs> I like blue. That's one thing he was not fucking with the red cups. <laughs> but oh. we had solo cups for like his crib juice, and he was like, nope, can't, nope. Do we have another cup? He color? would look crazy with a red cup, let's be real. Yeah. Like, he, he just wouldn't look right. That's true. They'd have to change the colors. But uh, uh, we got these uh, uh, Pradas dropping these foam rummer mules. Um, they're $550, and they're out now. Are you guys buying these shoes? No. Do they okay. come in black? Can I squeak on this real quick? People have been very upset that I always say, can't afford, so wouldn't buy it. Okay, so I'm, I'm only going to approach things from the perspective that I can afford everything easily, right? No, I would not buy that. That looks ugly. On a personal level, I still have not really adapted to the croc wave. And I feel like when I look at these and tell me if I'm just being a dumbass old man, but they're kind of like high-end crocs. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. They're so that I weird would, like plastic. I'd foamy. like to know how they feel. To me, that's kind of what it's all about. It's like, how do they feel? Yeah. You oh, think, they got them in black. You think they're trying to hop on the Yeezy wave of like things made in like one whole mold? I think that might have been like some inspiration behind it. But go back one. Look at the black one. Like they look like fucking dress shoes right here. Like, yeah, which is pretty do. cool because you could be rocking these with a fit that would make sense for dress mm-hmm. shoes, but it's way more casual. And then they get close up and they're like, oh, nah, he's actually rocking some fucking Prada slip ons instead of dress yeah. shoes. Look how cozy he is. Mind blown. Okay. You know what? Honestly, if they. I, I I just assume that they fit loose and like they don't really hold that. No, your foot too it tight. looks like that material would just like suck onto your like your toes. You if know? it fits it's like, like crops, tight, you know? I feel like it could be a little bit cool, I guess. But you would have to wear leather pants and you know some Why other. <laughs> he, he's, he's capable of that. He's shown that many times. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> there it is. Um, but nah, I don't know if I personally would buy that. I think they're really dope though. Like. What like I'll just wear them like as I'm leaving the house or something. You're a Prada you fan, that's why. I like Prada. If there's any designer that I'd buy, I'm gonna put my money on Prada before like I go into like Louis or Gucci. Mm. I don't, I'm I'm not comfortable yet spending on Gucci on Louis. I've had some Prada pieces in my day that made me feel good. That you know. I have a lot of Prada pieces. This is like bro, like I don't know. I, it's it's by probably my favorite designer brand easily. Oh wow. Um. But yeah, man. And then for the next pair, oh, this one ones, was very bro. controversial. The Balenciaga Distress Pair sneakers. How much are they selling for? They're selling for. You want to guess? Who wants to guess what the high tops are going? I for? heard a thousand, a thousand, like eleven hundred, twelve hundred. Right, right. You would some designer shoes, right? Eighteen fifty. Jesus. Well, I mean, to be real though, it probably is like a lot more work than the average <laughs> shoe they put out. Because it looks like they probably had to like by hand scuff it up and like could you That's imagine getting the behind the scenes true. footage from the factory of this like fucking seventy year old Japanese or not Japanese <laughs> probably but Filipino lady wherever the fuck that factory is at taking the shoe and yeah. rubbing it on the ground and oh scuffing it up and I That's mean, ironic because honestly you do prove a good point like like a, a cleaner sneaker is probably cheaper to make than this shoe so for like, sure yeah. It that, that's the thing about Balenciaga. It's like it's gotten so meta. You know what yeah. I mean? They've gotten so self-referential. Where it's like you, you saw the Simpsons collab like six nine months ago, and now they're yeah, doing yeah. like sure just says five G, and they're kind of just poking fun of like you know they're doing it in an ironic way. I have, but now I, I bought plain like Balenciaga like like Van styles ones. Yeah, and they were pre scuffed and like looked kind of fucked up, and I thought it was tight. 
but then they feel like shit compared to Vans. And I refuse to spend like $800 on shoes that feel like shit compared to $40 shoes. Bro, yeah, th- that's the worst part about these shoes is that they don't really ha- build a relationship with their factories. Like most of these shoes are only going to last like a year or two. Oh, really? Whereas like the Vans is like 60 years. So they like, they go through all the problems and oh, vulcanize yeah. or whatever the fuck they Dude, call it. Dude, you know what I have to say about this is like there's these very normie memes that like from the past about how <clears throat> fashion brands will take their inspiration off homeless people. They'll be like, oh, we're just going to copy this homeless drip and sell it more than ever this is such like the epitome of that meme that's not even funny anymore i think that's why they're doing it though like them to the creative director in my opinion is probably like the coldest creative director they ever had but it's like he's honestly making fun of his customers at this point yes i <laughs> think that like he's clearly just like bro you really think someone's gonna buy it's like bro like, this is what supreme did with the brick and that's yes. kind of an amazing place to be in as a brand yeah. is where like you know that your audience is includes a lot of fucking meatheads that are going to buy whatever you make. And so you get to just push the envelope and just see what they're willing to deal with. Now, this is my thing about this, is that to me, one thing that I always liked about clothes and about style and subcultures in general is just the idea that you could look at someone based on what they're wearing and create you know assumptions about them. Like if you have tattoos, like as a young person, that, that just made me feel like, oh, he's lived a lot he's had a lot of experiences he's clearly you know done a lot of shit so he's like earned having these tattoos all over his body whatever Mm -hmm. as a bmx rider like my shoes were always fucked up and i looked at that as this is like what makes me me is that my shoes are fucked up because i'm actually out here riding bikes every fucking day and in the same way like i just look at this and i'm like wow like i I could put on the fashion hat and be like wow this is hilarious it's irreverent it's funny. They're taking something that that has never really been done before by making shoes that look this fucked up. But then there's also a big part of me that's like, if you buy these shoes and you wear them, it's the same logic as like why well, I think it's kind of corny to wear jeans that come pre-ripped. That's the logic. It's I was like say. you're 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 buying something for an exorbitant amount of money to pretend that you've actually had the life experience of falling down on the ground and scraping Mm -hmm. your knee. That was a big thing in the 2000s. Like people didn't want to accept wearing ribbed jeans, but that became like a a trend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think that that's the thing. It's like, I think he's literally just making a statement on that. Like how deep is this shit? You know, I'm also realizing as uh, they have cleaner versions. Yeah. (laughs) As as we're going through these photos, I'm realizing that this is something that fashion brands do for their walk where like the, you know, the, the models will go across the walk, Mm -hmm. whatever. They'll have these crazy outfits that no one could wear in public, but then their actual release of stuff you could buy is wearable stuff so i feel like the original shoes were like a statement piece or or like kind of like an advertisement piece where those these are the ones you're actually going to buy well the ones before not the completely distressed high tops are are on those are the 1850 ones these little mules are 500 bucks those right there on camera on the uh, screen no way um but what do you think will actually sell more and what do you think that they think will sell more the clean ones i think that they're just making so much money that they just need to put something on the calendar i think these would fucking sell like i could see some stupid ass influencers making the shit viral yeah i mean i think those are kind of cool i mean i think the ones that aren't totally fucked up i think just look cool yeah and even the ones that are fucked up i think they look kind of cool even though i also think you're kind of a custer if you actually spend your money on them yeah that there's way better ways of spending 1850 guys go make a pair of shoes you'll you'll also save a thousand dollars while doing that i'm just eternally confused by fashion in general i feel like because like i would always look at joe Budden and see him like you know he's he's, he was like at the height of his career He's just rocking an Amiri hat every day and a fucking or a Balenciaga hat, and I'm like, why? 
That's yeah, the crazy like, part because like going like now that I'm more treading into like the fashion industry and meeting all these connects, it's like, bro, I thought I was gonna make sense of most of this shit. This shit's still very fucking confusing. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I still don't have all the information I need. Because okay, I'm gonna make an assumption. If you tomorrow got a job being like the assistant to the fucking president of Balenciaga. So you mm-hmm. immediately are just like in on everything. Say you became head designer at Balenciaga and you right. see the way that the people who work there talk about their customers and whatnot. <sighs> I feel like if you were fully let in on how the sausage is made, podcast classic phrase, <laughs> that you would not really be able to justify in your head continuing to spend your money on that shit unless you're exorbitantly rich but maybe yeah. even then still like i feel like most of the people who spend their money on shit like Balenciaga or Gucci or whatever are people who are not even thinking about what this is and well, why this costs cost this Ex- much and exactly. who owns this and what Literally. you know like we're all people who are at least like well me and Bozzy at least maybe you're a little bit but we all kind of like get what's going on in the fashion world <laughs> to me it's like getting it makes me less interested in participating whereas right. i feel like a lot of people though in fashion they know and they think it's sick and they're like i want to own ten thousand dollars rick owens pants even though i know exactly what's going on here and how it has become scarce i 100 percent agree with that because that that same rich kid who i was talking about earlier bro one time i was hanging out in his bedroom his fucking mom walks in and she's just like hey just got back from shopping throws him a box right and the box is just full of like with tags on Gucci belt, belt, Louis belt, uh, Prada, like literally, I'm not even joking, like 20 different designer belts that are like $500 each. She just throws them in a box. She's like, here's some new belts. What the fuck? And I'm like, I'm like, bro, like, you, you know, like. You grew up sweet. No, hell no. <laughs> this, this is a dude that like I Chuck knew for like a year sweet. or two. Uh, I don't think so either. But uh, I, th- that's when I realized like, bro, like some of these rich kids, like for us, I would think that when you're going to a Louis store, you're like, man, I've been looking at this wallet for a yeah. month or two. Like, I really want to get this wallet. No, these fools are buying it without even thinking about it. And they just have it. They don't even care. You know? Did you see the quote that Vince Staples had that came out uh, this week in an interview? I forget with who. But he basically said he doesn't like to flex cars or jewelry or money because he knows that a lot of his fans make minimum wage or something close to it it's kind of rude so he doesn't really want to like put that in front of their face now like i totally totally agree with that i used to always look at like face banks and all these youtubers when they'd be making these videos like 30 i spent thirty thousand dollars on my girlfriend at gucci (laughs) yeah and i and it's like five million views and i'm like oh a year's fucking salary but that proves (laughs) that these people want that that they want to see that. They and, yeah. want to live through yeah. you. My assumption was always like, I don't want to fucking do that stuff because I don't want the fact like my fans or yeah, whatever, yeah, or, like right. even even my friends or people in my life who can't afford that kind of stuff to yeah. see me doing that. Like, what to show that I'm better than them? I can't hold myself to post a spread on Instagram. Like, I can't uh, do that to my fans, bro. <laughs> That's I did disrespectful. I, like, bro, y'all just paid me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I did it one time out of a. Out of, out you of, posted a spread, Gary. There was tens in there. There was no tens in there. I feel like you could do it, and it would be cool and funny. I did it. I, I don't do want to do it. I could post the funny one, but especially nah. not on a wife beater. I did out of humor because, like, I, I would do this thing where I would always like put thirty percent of my money away from YouTube, like at you know just like for tax reasons. You still do that? Yeah, I still do that. That's and then good. and then fucking um and then tax for taxes se- for sure. Yeah, and then tax season came around. And I realized like, oh, I'm keeping a good portion of this money. I was like, shout out to my I'm, tax I'm guy, a, shout, uh, Ivan. Shout out to Ivan. And, and I fucking, I posted a spread. I just thought it was super funny. But then I did feel like an asshole. I was like, oh man, like. <laughs> 
that spread, I'm going to make it last for two years <laughs> or three years. Before we get into the next shoe, though, I want to ask you while we're kind of on the topic of I money. To like, too. How do you feel as an NFT and potentially... <sighs> That's a, what I was going to ask. I'm assuming like you have some sort of money in crypto. No, he got, like, you got a board Ape. You got. Yeah, a, I have a CryptoPunk. CryptoPunk. There you go. Sorry. I own half of it. Len owns half of it. For the record, she put in half. I put in half. $80,000 each. So it was $160,000. Mm. At one point, it was worth four hundred fifty. I don't know what it's worth right now. I'm going to assume it's less than we paid for it, or at least less than four hundred fifty. Um, I think what's happening to the crypto market makes sense to me. Well, let's just keep it exclusive to NFTs. Am I surprised? No. I think it's been so fucking obvious that the vast majority of these things are scams since the very beginning. I still feel like if there is an NFT that matters, even in 20 years, let's say that NFT technology never becomes a big thing. I feel like if there is an NFT that is going to matter, it's the punks. I feel Because like, they came about yes. before all this shit. Even the Bored Apes, masterfully marketed and uh, you know they've just done such incredible things in terms of like making this something that everybody knows about. But I still feel like it came out after the fact, and I feel like the crypto punks. There's a, a certain purity to the fact that it was so early. I was also thinking that like for a lot of the NFT holders that have like really expensive NFTs that are kind of devalued right now, you're in this position where it's like you either have the money to be like you know what I'm taking this loss for now, but I know for sure I'm almost 100 percent certain even though I don't have any NFTs other than the one that Hesh gave me. Shout to Hesh, but I uh, I, Hesh. I'm almost 100 percent certain that they're gonna go back up in price once like something happens. Like that's what happens in the crypto market. It goes down, it goes up, goes I down, think, to, and I it usually goes up further than it did last time. You know, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you out, but I think that's gonna be the case for crypto. But NFT, I think that like. The uh, audience just became way too, uh, like, they, they became too smart of, of what was going on, you know what I mean? And, like, is someone's, like, 6 9 fucking NFT from, like, a year ago, was that a good investment for no, them? those I, all went to zero. Literally. But, I'm not too optimistic about the Gine NFTs either. But, I'm whitelisted. Yo, at least you didn't take a, <laughs> um, a loss. Rainbow like what, hands. What's, it, what's that one UK uh, YouTuber with the bandana? KSI. KSI, yeah, KSI. You're a retard. How, how I'm dare sorry, you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was going to say uh, Deji, but uh, I couldn't remember KSI. Anyways, he took a $3.8 million loss. I know. I saw that because he, he owned $3 million or so, 3.8, whatever, of Luna, which was a, a coin that a lot of people were optimistic about, I guess, at one point. He said it's now worth $1,000. Bro. What was it worth? Three, three point, something. He, he three put $3.8 million. Million in oh my God. cold hard cash. Ah. And it went down to 1000 yeah, I mean, that's, I mean that's what we're gonna see. But like going back to the little CryptoPunk and like Board Ape, I think like that's still gonna be like archived in like internet history forever. That's what I'm saying. So like that glamour is gonna stay with it, but like all these like shabby like coins and like. But there's gonna be a nostalgia factor to it as well. In 20 years, people are gonna be like, "What about those CryptoPunks from 20 years in ago?" In 20 you know? years, your your kids gonna want a Gene uh, six nine vintage for sure. Your fucked up <laughs> kids are gonna want it. But, yeah. Okay, so I've been doing some uh, research about Gary V and his v friends nfts because i have to uh, do some content with him in a few days oh, and fire. so i was trying to learn about his nfts specifically and i think he has the right attitude if you're gonna create these nfts which is basically like he's created a, a property a franchise it's all these cartoon characters that he came up with and how is he going to continue to add value yeah. to these nft holders well he has to make People care about his V friends, so that now he's in the position where he's trying to create books, children's books, movies, cartoons, whatever, using this IP. And basically, the people who purchased into it are 
the people who are the investors part into of the growth. what he's done. And so now it's like very much on him. And Gary is a guy who's launched a, a you know a series of successful businesses throughout his life. So I think it makes sense that if he really dedicates himself to creating value for for his NFTs and for this IP in general, it could continue to go up. And if it let's say it's super big in ten years. Yeah, I could see why those would increase in value significantly. That's and true. I think the board apes, they seem like they have that kind of vision where they're creating all kinds of stuff with it and everything. But even I was watching a Gary interview from January with the Nelk Boys, and he says, he's like, I think a huge percentage of the NFTs are going to drop by 99%. Like he 100% oh, wow. predicts it. He's just in the position where he's going to continue to try to add value in the long term yeah. to his NFTs, which I support. Maybe I will cop one. But Wait, when, think about something like Lana Rhodes. Oh, she yeah. starts her NFTs. She gets all these people to invest in it. What the fuck is she actually going to do in the long run to to make these more desirable, to make these have more value? That's the thing people forget. It's like, yeah, you're adopting hundreds of thousands of dollars, but now you have a fucking community exactly. that you're almost like irresponsible to run and yes, and yes. Keep, keep keep you know sending updates to. And Bro, like, I was kind of oh thinking about God. this with the with the H three podcast too, because at one point they released NFTs for everyone on the podcast. It would be like, here's a Blazy coin, here's an Adam coin, here's a Yuri coin, right? And they were talking about it on the podcast at the time years ago when they did this. They were like, one of them sold for $20,000, right? I haven't heard them talk about these coins since. And I'm kind of thinking about I'm like, bro, the value of these coins really ties to how much they talk about it. They haven't talked about it since they sold it. Right. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, and that's <laughs> the thing. He knows what he's doing. Okay. <laughs> think about Alana Rhodes from the perspective of what she could do to make her NFTs more valuable. I mean, she could become more famous. Is that going to make her NFTs more popular? I don't know. Some uh, Maybe she could, I don't know, like just use the art on t-shirts and shit like that i don't know I, I can't think of anything she could do to make them more valuable and if she could think of something to do why would she do it why does she really give a fuck I, yes yes it would make the ones that she owns more valuable but why the fuck would she actually care about the people she's not a programmer she's not an NFT it's, it's a fucking, bigger conversation you know? about her supporters like bro like you should have <laughs> known better bro and yeah. like the whole thing with lot of roads is like the way she just took it you could take the ice beside route where it's like yeah, yeah we could yeah yeah i did it fuck it dude or you did lana rounds we're like oh my god i'm she so pulled, sorry she pulled the, the I'm caught. she pulled Why the ember turd she was just like oh my god i'm getting abused on the internet yeah. i'm out of here it's so amazing with her and ice because they both said polar opposites okay i admit it I stole the money, and then people are like, well, are you going to give it back? And they're like, well, no, <laughs> because I wanted the money. And now I have a million dollars that I didn't have before. I'm not going to give it back. But how would they give it back? Were they going to just rebuy more of their? I don't know. There's probably a way. That yeah, they, they, they have to, to put the all that money back into the, the the crypto to make it like, or the uh, in, uh, cryptocurrency to mm -hmm. make it worth that value again. And that's know? a that, that's a downside of having it deregulated because you can't take you can't call the cops and lot of roads and fucking rip you <laughs> off for a thousand bucks. You know. <laughs> I, I know. know, but you should. Because that'd be so funny. You should try. I don't know. <laughs> See what the police got to say about you. They're gonna be like, bro, we don't know what you're talking about. Just, <laughs> just, just call, just call the cops and and tell them about Lana Rhodes. Because that would be so funny to post that audio. All right, so there's Big Mike, and he has his girlfriend, and they broke up. And <laughs> who, so, so Mike, what's Mike's last name? You don't know him. He's Logan Paul's friend. <laughs> Lo oh, Logan Paul. Okay. okay. Yeah. Nah, that's definitely a lot to eat up. But uh, the next shoe is the Nike Dunk Low. Uh, next nature, Rift Blue. Honestly, I think they gotta stop whoring out. I think 
we're, we're seeing the era of Nike becoming reactionary to the market. They're seeing the the, the boost of uh, you know uh, dunks being sold, and they're just kind of just pumping it and pumping and dumping more shit coins. Bro. So these aren't dunks. No, they're they're dunks. I mean, oh, they are dunks. They're technically yeah, they're dunks. I mean, they got their own little jazz to them. You what's, know, what's toasty? Is it a collab or uh, something? I get yeah. That apparently yeah, it, it didn't say here on the note. Shout out to Mac, but it says made of recycled fabric. So if anyone's uh, worried about uh, sustainability, you know, it, I'm I I choose to be the kind of person who has the opposite of like of um, the opposite reaction to. Companies saying that they're sustainable yeah. or that they care about the environment with their product. I don't care. And I think you're a buster for telling me. Yeah. Fuck you. Sell shoes. Just and- sell shoes. Sell fucking microwaves. Sell whatever it is that you're going to sell. And don't try to convince me that some of this money is going to save, save the environment, especially when it seems dishonest. And yeah. Nike's been exposed for using like sweatshops and to shit. Be like very that. consistent of having like fucking that like rubble leather and the fucking th- that blue material in the back. Like, where the fuck did they find like a, a million fucking yards of fabric for that Bro, shit? Bro, can I also just say from all the episodes of Disconnect that I've been on, every episode it's like, here's this new Nike collab. It's the same. Same silhouette we've seen for right. a, a million years, just maybe slightly, different, slightly colors. different colors. Whoa! Exactly, and, and I'm like, bro, who gets excited? I'm like, not even that. I don't care about shoes that much, and I'm already kind of getting like desensitized to it. But as a person who keeps up with all these shoe drops, do you still care? Do I you imagine never, caring, bro. I've never really like. To, I, yeah, I do graphics, bro. I'm not a shoe guy. I've never been. I a don't shoe get guy. people who care that much or who lie and pretend that they care that much because to me, it's just like. It's a good-looking shoe. If I had this shoe, I would wear it. Lately, I've been, you know, buying some dunks and stuff. But the idea of, like, caring about this or, like, being excited about it. Exactly. It's like... They kind of ruined that reputation. I feel like whoever gets this is either a reseller or a, or like a kid who's like asking this for for Christmas. You know, and, but from Nike's perspective, yeah, make shoes in different colors, do cool things, do collabs, give signature shoes to skaters. All that shit is great. But to the people who actually like consider this to be like really important to them, Bro. I just question your sanity. Yeah, I really, I feel like I'm subbing uh, House Phone on his own podcast, but oh, he's probably screaming in his sleep right now. You no, but understand. he will never, he'll never watch this. Yeah. <laughs> it was just kind of like the more annoying thing is that like he misses like three episodes of the No Jumper show and then he comes on and he starts talking to us about something that we talked about, about three weeks ago shit. and it's just like bro like the fans watch the show <laughs> you're on the show and you don't even care to watch the show when you're not here th- and we're talking about you I think he's just hella guilty he's like I'm not even gonna check the comments we're pretend like yeah. Thursday didn't happen but yeah that's we gotta have like a intervention with the house phone I, another I feel one like, <laughs> i don't like we do this all the time on but stream we've never had like a real you know like like dark room the fucking mm. the officer like the fucking mental guys there you know what i mean like it's like i don't want to make whatever house phone's going through like about about me because you know obviously he's missing the but, show for for some sort of family reasons but i have to say to house phone like i've never had an opportunity to be on a on a podcast on no jumper it's like if you keep not making it, the show's not going to be around much longer, bro. Yeah, maybe you're going to be back mopping floors and shit. No, you're just going to have to find another jovial, overweight man to take the lead. Eddie Baker. Poetic oh. Flacco. Oh. Yo, this bro. was your fucking plan. You take a Dude, fucking fresh fit turn with the content. Did you guys see what Poetic Flacco posted today? I'm not sure if it was a skit or not, but it was basically at a, at a college. You know, they have all these like uh, new these groups they try to promote to these college students. Like, oh, come join the astronomy club or this, this. There was some dude 
promoting OnlyFans. He was like, he was like, girls, you want financial freedom? Here you go. Take, take these pamphlets. And it was this dude fucking promoting OnlyFans on a college campus. I was like, is this real? Like, do they do this? Or is this, is this a skit? He's just pimping. He's like soliciting his pimping abilities. It sounds weird. like a skit. I mean, that's one thing I feel kind of like bad about is that if I didn't have all this other stuff going on, I would look at the OnlyFans management opportunity as like holy fuck like this is what i need to put all my time into like if i didn't have all this other shit going on i would be like going to strip clubs all the time trying to find talent going to fucking i don't you know you really think that girls are like that clueless about like how to sign up for OnlyFans? Or? yes and also <laughs> the promotion is the main thing that they mm-hmm. just like they need promotion and we yeah, can give it have, to them you, you know platform we have sure. a unique opportunity the dudes who sign girls and then like their only thing that they can do is basically buy promo from other girls and world star and shit to build those girls up. I really respect that because I don't get it. Like, I don't lo- get that's a grind right there. That's an uphill battle. Like yeah. when, when you start following these OnlyFans girls, you start seeing like all these just like skimpy, just like blog pages that they pay like a hundred bucks and mm. it's like fat asses, you know, IG, you know what I mean? Yeah. It gets dark. It gets dark and deep with uh, uh, OnlyFans promotion. But once you like are really deep in the trenches of managing girls and like knowing what girls make, what amounts of money. So I feel like I can look at any girl and kind of like tell you what they're capable of bringing in on OnlyFans, you know. And it's like it, it breaks down to weird things. Is it looks based though? Yeah, for the most part. It's P- not personality like, definitely yeah. has a, a, a degree of an effect. And there's just like the marketing of it and everything. I could point to girls that are like, she's huge and she's really like not that pretty. Or like, her body's not that great. But it's like, after a while, you just start to like kind of have this sense of... And, and it's weird because it's like, sometimes a girl will just have a pretty face and that's it. Or they'll have a really nice ass. Or they'll have fake tits that people like just think they have the best fake tits ever. Or like... It just is like kind of all over the place, and even like when you look at the gamer girls, that's more like interest based. Yeah, mm-hmm. like oh, they seem like they play Fortnite. Yeah, so I like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, I don't know. There has to be like a bell and whistle. <laughs> Whereas my whole life, I was very, very open minded about who I would put my dick in. Really? I mean, I would say I still am, but yeah, I was pretty much down to fuck like almost any girl when I was younger, and now I'm like kind of really like trying to trying to find the stars, be able to predict who could capture the hearts of the people. The diamonds. Do you think you're two for two right now, with like Kazumi and Skybree? But I didn't sign Kazumi. Yeah, but I like wish I did. you like cool. fake signed her. Like like publicly, everyone thinks you signed her. But like I know, right? you're two for two though right now. She's a handful. Yeah. <laughs> like who's gonna be the next one? Have we have we discovered her yet? Because it was a rah rah. We pushing rah rah. I don't think you guys are pushing her hard enough. Yeah, we gotta push her harder. AD's her plug not talk's fucking with her. Out. That's why. <laughs> I can't believe he doesn't like her. Oh, because she tried to get him to be a security guard. Yeah, on stage she was like, "Fuck you! You had me walk walk for you." <laughs> she like was just it. getting bashed on stage, man. But shout out to her. Um, but I want to see if he actually mentioned this in the. Oh no, he definitely did. Okay, so uh, to the clothing you now clothing news now. Uh, we got the Adidas Gucci collab. Wow. Um, oh shit. Uh, I, I think Gucci's just trying to repair like the damage that like they got canceled for like in 2020 or something like that. And like, people care about that still. I what th- the the turtleneck that looked like blackface? My whole thing is I think that there was such a backlash. Maybe the culture doesn't care so much, but like Gucci, like their like PR team are like, bro, like that was that was fucking nine. How would an Adidas collab fix it? 
how would it just i mean they're just trying to bunch like they're just trying to make like get a little the, more hip-hop they're trying to get like that supreme bag where it's like we just want to be like a vessel to collab with dope artists like they just did it with the north face oh yeah yeah like that bag on the previous slide that just has like both of their logos on it i'm sorry i just don't think that's cool yeah i mean me personally i don't think this is necessary to buy this like, adidas jacket's cool though uh this is for, this looks like you tbh this makes adidas look better and it makes gucci look worse yeah i could kind of see that the socks and it got to say something a lot about the collab but the socks are probably the most interesting thing that i'd probably want to buy really yeah. the socks are cool but i like the jacket i wouldn't wear the, the bucket bro, hat, i but do the not cool. need that many adidas logos on my body and the more the more collabs that these brands do the more whack it makes me think they are like to me such a big part of what gucci is is gucci just has to like do their own thing, ignore everything else that's going on in pop culture, embrace a few things, but they have to be super elitist, mm -hmm. super don't give a fuck about anybody. That's what Supreme has always been to me. Supreme will just never do the cool shit that is actually whack that seems cool for like exactly. a year, you know? Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, when I see fucking Pokemon Go getting a Gucci collab, I'm just like, really? And then when I see Gucci doing like Adidas and North Face and all these fucking, yeah. you know, it's just at a certain point, doesn't it just totally devalue the brand? Doesn't it feel like they're kind of just well, like building it up, like selling as much shit as they can. And at some point, mm. they're just going to accept that maybe it's not even what it used to be. Well, check it out from the outside looking in. I feel like it was an arms race between Louis and Gucci in the 2000s. But in 2016, that's when Gucci started putting snakes and bears and all yeah. types of embroidery. They made it interesting. And Louis Vuitton was starting to take wait, a decline. I, wait, I was Louis say, is very tame right now in then, comparison, but right? But check it out. But check it out. So it was Gucci and then Louis was just going slow. Then they got Virgil. Mm. And then it just soared up. Now Louis and Balenciaga are the heads of it. Wait, Gucci kind of just... I remember before Virgil in like 2016, Louis dropped the Final Fantasy. Fantasy, uh, Final Fantasy game collab. Oh, I remember that. And I was like, yo, like that's that was a big deal. I remember at the time, like everyone, I, I only knew about it because I'm like, I knew uh, I played Final Fantasy, but I remember a lot of people thought that was a did, huge they deal. They did a couple items at that. Like, we don't need fucking like 40 new Gucci Adidas items. You know what I mean? Like, I think they would have done enough and it honestly would have been more impactful if they just did the shoes and maybe like a pair of socks. A lot of these items I could see people not buying. It's like, you got to be very, you got to be an exclusive group for you to be interested and look at them like oh i definitely need a new golf fucking carrier whatever fuck this shit's called like bro like i don't know who has a gucci golf carrier that's insane isn't that what that is yeah i mean yeah i mean that that shit looks cool this guy looks like a meme <laughs> yeah he, he's a meme way he, yeah he just wants to get paid i don't it. know what the meme is but yeah someone can help us make it <laughs> he just looks there's sad. your bait I um, want to see him on some of the meme pages. oh this is just stupid what the fuck is that the socks are cool i guess all right, next. Uh, uh, I broke my ankle in those next shoes. Next set uh, of uh, uh, clothing. Um, damn, they really fucking have a lot of. Do you see anything you'd buy though? No, no, and I see. I'm starting to see more things I won't buy <laughs> either. All right, so now we got the hair and Preston and Babe collab. Here's my whole thing, bro. Um, I'm gonna bring the elephant in the room. Fuck, what? I, th that helps a lot. Oh yeah, narcotics. Who's the owner of it again? Uh, Lil Nar. Yeah. Lil, Lil Nar. I think. I think if y'all are going to tap in with, like, the multi-camo kind of thing, you got to tap in with my boy. I think, like, regardless, I like, 
Because that'll be the only way to make this like really pop and like be interesting. Like, was he the first one to do it? Lil I don't think so. I mean, sure, you could probably find somebody weeks ago, years ago, who probably did it before. I think him, he was the like, first to do the tricolor cargo pants. Yeah, yeah he right? definitely like. If you look at like the tricolor like camo like pioneers, like they were just getting the the narcotic pants. You I know don't feel I mean? like those have really aged that well. When I see somebody not. rocking those these days, I'm looking at you like a thought walking down Melrose in 2017. Even yeah. in like 2018, if a girl walked up rocking those, it'd be like, damn. Yeah. You mad old school. Girl. <laughs> Bitch, you're old school. <laughs> like those just aged so quickly. Nah, if I a girl agree. walked in with like revenge storms and like narcotic pants in twenty twenty in this office, everyone would be like, What the but fuck? But it would is be kind of fire. Because it would be like, damn, she's like referencing she's bold. an error. Bro, give it yeah. give it two or three recent. years, uh Boston Nova's gonna be wearing those tri- like, tricolor cargo. Like, exactly. Like, exactly. Damn hey, it's been five years, bro. Just wait on it. Give it one more. Yeah, but uh, back to this collab. Yeah, I think that, like, Bape is still, like, Soldier Boy proved a really good point. He's like, why the fuck is everybody getting collab except for me? Like, he really did usher a, a whole, like, Bape vibe, bro. Like, yeah, you got really? Pharrell picks, you got Lil Wayne picks, but, like, you got to give Soldier Boy his fucking collab. I'm honestly, like, we need to make a GoFundMe or something for this shit, bro. Like, <laughs> a GoFundMe to a get pole. Bape to do a collab like, just, here, like, here's a million dollars. Please make this collab happen. <sighs> But uh, they don't need money. They need like a what's it called? Just like a poll, you know, what I mean? like online. Uh, yeah, let's have thing. the fucking the, the chat decide. You know what I mean? No, but uh, I definitely think that uh, um, I'm tired of seeing all these random ass like Laker fucking Babe collabs. Everything Gunna, Babe looks the same to me. Future, like I fuck with Future, <sighs> but like what you know, like do I need a shirt? And from also Babe with Future on it. That print on 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 those hoodies and like sweatpants. Once you wash them one too many times, they just it just looks so faded. Oh you know yeah, I mean? nah. Like those dark. Yeah, I got some Babe sweatpants. They're just fucking Ugh. cooked from the dryer. Yeah, I would, right. I, a I would probably dry clean those if I own them. Probably. B, <laughs> if I'm trying to imagine wearing that hoodie, and I'm not saying that I haven't worn worse because I'm sure I've worn some whack shit. But I just really would feel like such a loser wearing that. Yeah. That's just me. There it is. <laughs> there it is. I oh, God. God. He looks, I mean, hey, if you're a fucking cool ass black dude with sunglasses and dreads, I get it. You do look kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. Nah, nah. He could definitely be having some colder shit on, bro. That's the only thing holding this this this, this fit together is him himself, bro. Like, like I don't know. Mm. I I think like, but that's the thing. It's like you know, trends do come and go. We saw in two thousand like early two thousands, shark heads, and then somewhere between like twenty thirteen and twenty sixteen, the sharps came became popular again. You know, but now it's like. It kind of dipped down again. I respect that they just keep making the same exact shit with small variations in it because what an amazing place to be in as a brand. Shout out to Nike. But my my desire to invest in it I think is that's, zero. That's been our views of almost every single piece on this <laughs> Bro. <laughs> like, but honestly, sometimes we will have certain pieces where we're like all like, yo, this is fire. We want to get in a couple things so from watching this it's, shit. It's like it's hard, but you know what I mean? There's are certain pieces that are cool. But let's be real. Anyone who's like really enthusiastic about designer fashion is not really somebody that you would probably want to listen to a podcast from. <laughs> Keeping up with the new Louis drops. Just like yeah. if you're that impressed by it, you're yeah. probably a retard, and I probably don't want to hear you talk about God fucking damn. anything. But there 
are good pieces. Yeah. But a majority of the stuff, I mean, like, we'll definitely be the voice of reason. Like, I think, yeah. like, a majority of us are on the same page. It's like, yeah, we could buy this shit, but it's like, is it worth the money? No. Why is this a Heron Preston collab besides that they just put his name that's under the bay multi Multicolored uh, camo. Right? He does multicolored camo? I Aaron? thought that's what you were saying. No, that I'm that's saying bait. that's why they should do oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. a narcotic collab. You're but. really just trying to fit in here, huh? <laughs> you don't yeah, know that really Babe am. is famous for multicolored camo? <laughs> I don't know like yeah, what makes this Heron Preston besides just the fact that it says the name there, but I'm kind of like I feel like it insults my intelligence to even call this a collab. You just see his oh uh, name on it, and that's it. It's just like that's the collab is that you take like an existing babe yeah, hoodie and design, put another logo on it, change the colors slightly, and then put his name there. I it's, mean, eh. we're just seeing like old school streetwear just die, bro. Keep it real, because it's just mm. these older companies only fucking with these older designers and older folks. You know what I mean? It's like okay, but if you were the creative director of Bape right now, what what is the general gist of what you would do? <sighs> I don't even want to have that. that they're job. not doing. You gotta fuck. That's a big ass ship you gotta handle, and it's so hard to steer that shit around. Right. But like. At that point, you got to look at fucking charts and sheets. You do got to look at like Heron Preston versus, you know, Zach FTP going to be a better collab for this. You know what I mean? Mm. There's charts and demographics you got to hit, you know, but um, I, I wouldn't wish that job on my worst enemy. What? I, feel like, <laughs> oh, I feel like that would just be a bunch of frustration, probably a lot of limitation. But, but we, we kind of think about shit like what would be cool. Like we think, oh, if Bape did a collab with FTP, that would be cool as fuck. Yeah. But I think to them probably in the boardroom there's like a lot less of a concern of working with some young cool brand yeah. and a lot more pressure to just sell a lot of shit Certain and amount. it's like it's like the same reason why there will always be like five million fucking gonna nav young thug little dirk songs you know because they just like at a certain point when you're a certain level of artist it just makes sense for you to do collabs with people who have similar numbers of listeners on spotify every yeah, month you yeah. know it's like and that's why wow pop culture is so fucking boring and why fashion is so boring is because everybody can see the fucking analytics it's, everything's out in the open exactly yeah once you get too big it's kind of like a burden you it is I mean? a little bit harder to measure with with clothing though because with music you can see somebody's views that's all public information yeah that's true. we would never be able to assume whether they sold three thousand or thirty thousand versions some people know, speculate online like you know by counting certain numbers or whatever sales or like order numbers. i've seen oh. people try to do it like they'll try to like if a lot of websites are like quantity based like they'll they'll try to exceed it to 500 and see if it reacts like oh it's out of stock 400 out of stock you know what uh. i mean yeah, people are definitely tricky with that. Um, but we got some drip reviews we need to go ahead and get into. Um, do you have the... Uh, we we want we want to have your... Max set it up so we have your questionable fits up Yikes. on the screen. We, we kind of wanted to review them with you. So, like, what was going on? This looks like it was taken at 11 a.m. by, like, Dylan Gerstung. And you had just fucking, fucking kicked it with Trippy Red or something. Yeah, that's probably pretty close to accurate. <laughs> Wearing a random Kandama hoodie that they gave me that I probably wore like two times and then, you know, just gave to somebody. Uh, man, the chain, Junior the Jeweler gave me that chain. It has since been appropriated into House Funds chain. Shout out yes. to Junior Jeweler, did the bank bob. My girl gave me that, the 22 chain from like my birthday or some shit that year when we first started dating. And I think she spent like 12 grand on it or some shit. Damn. And like right when I fucking got my Atlantic deal advance or whatever, I fucking bought that grill for like eight grand. I wore it like two times and I was like, I hate this. Like, I never want to fucking wear this again, so I'd never wore it again. And the chains also are, like, in the safe. Well, the, the 22 one. 
and I probably will never wear it again. <laughs> and I think that that was me learning the lesson of, yes, you can afford jewelry, but realistically, you probably don't want but to. But I'm assuming you're probably able to, I mean, you, you already had a couple stores, you, you know, you got houses and shit, like... I would have assumed you probably would have got hit with that, like that rush of money and clout prior to that. I mean, like, was mm. it just like you're just kicking it around? I, I, th- I think you're just hot on Melrose. You're like, yep, I got it. I was kind of feeling myself. But also, yeah, no, this is definitely like pretty much the first time in my life that I was actually like making a decent amount of money. So you were just like thriving off the vlog. The bread. vlogs were doing good. I was streaming, making money like that. The store was doing cool. We're selling merch. All of a sudden, at this point, but this is also me in like a state of bliss before I realized that my uh, previous business partner had basically got me into like a million dollars worth of tax debt. Jeez. So that really kind of colored the rest of the next like year or two after that, where I was basically just like having to be much more concerned about that but i was you know i was feeling happy and and cool and like thought that oh maybe i'll get a grill i don't i don't i look back at it just like why but i i kind of needed to try it out to realize that i didn't want to do this this. is an interesting i I, this is like one of those like if a a photo could say a thousand words or something like that like (laughs) it's just a lot of like you damn near got mona lisa thing like what's he smiling about this is like (laughs) you don't if you're a white guy you kind of need to like try being a different type of white guy just a little <laughs> bit. Like the Yuri route. Just to see, like, am I like, am I Millie's or am I like, uh, I don't know, like just some white guy? And I think I decided, like, no, I'm more just like a regular white guy. <laughs> I don't need to be a rapper. Hell yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm fucking with the uh the FTP uh huff shoes. Those if I came like, in dressed like this right now, I, I would it would accept be funny it. as fuck though because you'd know exactly what I was like referencing. Like this yeah. this is the year that I'm referencing. Like you got, why do you still have those shoes? Why do you still have those? Adam, look, for Halloween, bro, you got to be 2017 Adam. I'm so down. I probably have like like I went to Vegas and I brought like the the Kanye X collab shirt that really? ex's mom gave me when I visited uh, his his uh, grave that one time, uh, and yeah, so I like I still have like a little bit of it, but I definitely don't have those shoes, which sucks. Uh, I th- that's rare because Huff stopped making shoes. That is cool. Damn. And they supported FTP earlier. I'm on. fucking with the fit on this one. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I wonder what kind of hat it was. Oh, it's oh, just a shit. random, just like Getty images, red carpet pick. Wow. It just looks like you're too high, and you're like, I kind of want to leave. Like, I got invited to this thing. Want to see? If uh, there's a networking opportunity. Oh, you went to the well, Glow Yeah, it's a Glowtoven release party. Oh, then you're just hella high. You're like, I, Fuck. I have a picture from this where I was like standing next to Chief Keef when I was still like in the mind state of like, oh. I want to stand next to Chief Keefe and take a picture and put it on Instagram. <laughs> but I don't, I don't like those shoes, though. I feel like the shoes look stupid. The jeans, I was just talking shit about people who wear fake rips in their <laughs> jeans. That's exactly what's going on there. I don't know what brand they were. I'm wearing an awesome shit windbreaker and it ain't nobody cool long sleeve. That's the most 2019 fit I've ever seen. Yeah, that's just regular old Adam white guy drip. <laughs> oh, know. it's Fashion Nova. Funny ass. This is the Fashion photo you Nova. put on LinkedIn. I don't have LinkedIn. <laughs> this is funny because I rocked the now same shirt like four or five times after you gave this to me. You, really? Yeah. <laughs> You're so gay. There's uh, like a, a. You probably didn't even watch that shit. Yet. There's a Kandama trick that I can't even remember the name of, but it's like a string trick that I posted on my Instagram at one point, and I wore that shirt during the trick, and that's the only thing I remember. And also, that's the alley 
by our old Santa Monica office that we worked at for like a year. Those are some, Jack. What kind Jack of shoes off. are those? Those are like dress shoes, but they're shiny. They're like weird ass Adidas that like somebody should have told me not to buy those. Like, <laughs> you I don't love know. Adidas. I was kind of skinny here. That's the only thing I like about it. It's like, damn, well, okay. You know what's funny is you gave me the shirt, right? I immediately like wore it the, that day or the next day, posted some clip. Smelled it all night. I posted something of me wearing it, right? Not, not purposely, but people just saw I was wearing that yeah. shirt. And then you posted this picture like the day after I had posted something. And they were like, Adam's copying Yuri's drip. And I was like, little do they know oh my Adam God. gave this to me. I don't feel like this next one is representative of... My drip. This is like a alf, a costume. It's a right? costume. My girl made the fake Domino's shirt for me. What, for, were the Lakai's in context? You're like, all right, a Domino's dude will probably wear Lakai's. No, that's probably just what I was wearing that day. That's the day that I banged Trisha Paytas. How was that? Pretty cool. You can see the chapstick in my pocket. I think. There. Ooh. ooh. I did we got that. A, a squatting photo. That was kind of like, oh, all right, house phone. Uh, you've 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 had my back for all these years. I'm going to take a picture and shout you out on Instagram. Look at you crinkling those shoes, yeah. though. You are not doing that back, fo- back shoe any justice. Well, Yuri, I'm a high roller. <laughs> you feel How me? much did House Phone pay you for this? Zero. But you're right. I should have got paid. He should have pulled up. I should get a percentage of high rollers. I should just randomly get mad at him because he hasn't given me a percentage you of gotta high rollers. You got to do plug talk, but for high roll for same, fucking clothes. This was gate. only a couple months ago, and I already feel embarrassed. <laughs> Like those Kermit Frost shoes, like it's cool that they exist, but I really don't feel like I need to be wearing them. Hey, this is fresh off of Complex Con Adam right here for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> this is like the Monday after. But I did put the foot. I don't like it, but I also think I put it together nicely. And weirdly, the blonde hair works pretty well with the yellow Supreme logo and the yellow in the shoes. I've right. noticed that that's your go to phase. You like to do the whole cross arm. Yeah, I don't know Stand why. Up like that. I also feel like I look fat there. I'm just gonna be honest. Oh, I like this. <laughs> yeah, this was pretty cool. I don't know why. Fashion over pants. Oh shit! I mean, this is like you probably look like, like house phone. The first p- fucking photo you did without like dark pants. This is pretty cool. I was like on Rodeo or like next to Rodeo, and me and Lena went and had lunch with Skybury, and she told us about hooking up with Jake Paul, and uh, a bunch of people were bothering me on the street and taking photos with me, so I felt cool. And then also that shirt, just some some dude on Melrose, just like every time I see him, he gives me another shirt, and it always looks like that. And I, <laughs> and I actually like it. And I think I'm carrying Lena's uh, leftovers. Oh, shit. That looks like a fit that Housephone, I could see Housephone I've wearing. seen Housephone wear that shirt a million times probably. It's just very rare to see me not wearing any black. Mm. The vast majority of the time I'm You always black. keep that grunge emo style with you no matter what i feel you though (laughs) but black's probably like the easiest color to wear because even if you wear it all black you could still you know go through your day but you can't wear like all fucking gray or something like that you're gonna look weird yeah i love black yeah once you i'm not even gonna say it you can take the white boy out of the emo club but you can't take the emo club out of the white boy so now we're gonna go into the fucking drip check yo yeah so we do this for about like 15 minutes every uh episode i love it and we review the hashtag no jumper drip check Number on one, fire. I would buy weed from this guy. I feel like you already buy weed from this guy. That's why I you feel like that, this looks like Mr. Uchi's a little bit. I fuck with the hair in general. I feel like he's got a fly, Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. He got a cold jacket. Oh, a cold yeah, new Edgar. fit. Whole yeah. new fit. Damn, he got all the bait. 
And he got the good wicked thoughts. Ooh, and he got the high roller shit we made. That's hard. Whoa. How are you going to put yourself with wings next to Draco with wings? You know he's actually dead, right? Yeah, next to your boy. Is, he what? put his homie and shit in there. I mean, if your homie's dead, then it kind of makes sense that he's in the picture. But why are you in it? You're not dead. Yeah, bro. Show respects to your boy and Draco. 40 with Shanae extended off the off the bait fit. <laughs> you heard it first. Go, go all the way back first. to the beginning. Look at that hair. Bro, no, no. that's a clean cut right you there. You can like it. Yeah, let the light rock. Let the light rock. It looks like he powdered it with like black powder yeah. to make it clean. I stay giving them hoes the boot like I bought them all Tim's. Wow. I'm fucking with it, man. But shout out <laughs> to my boy. Uh, let, let's, let's definitely hit the next one right here. Uh, no, this is an ad. <laughs> oh, my boy. Shout out to Josh Coates. Oh my gosh. What does this shit say? Oh, you feel wesh? Flesh. Because that's how he talks. Yes. He says flesh. That's his thing. I, li- I like his track jacket. I I, I wonder what uh, that shit looks exclusive. First thing I have to say is, unfortunately, you can't notice it, but his uh, um, Air Force Ones right there are custom. They have f- uh, feel flesh on the sides, on both really? sides. Really? Yes. Where's the feel flesh uh, tent talks collab? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. This is a good. Uh, <laughs> Man, this guy looks like he's mad. House one didn't fucking pull up today. This Bro. guy looks like he doesn't fucking want us to know what he looks Wait, like. Wait, shout out to yeah. Young Frylock. I, I, he pulls up to the stream sometimes. But yeah, I definitely see his name on the stream for sure. Why this dude it? looks like he's ugly as fuck because he's not <laughs> showing us what he looks like. I was like. gonna the say, why is he not dark. showing his face? I'm gonna assume that you have like a fucking tumor on your face <laughs> or something, dude. <laughs> Young Frylock, man. Fucking ad. Um, oh, oh shit, oh. man! That's gonna get no us taken off stream. Nah, nah, we're good, <laughs> we're good, man. But they are dropping at the end of May, guys. Instagram's not fucking with me, so I got posted until the week of. But through all this madness, I met somebody who works for Facebook and Meta, and we had a long conversation on what is and isn't applicable, what should and shouldn't do. I'm removing comments on you the final met post with Meta. Uh, through all this mad, I met I met with somebody from Facebook, IRL, in the metaverse, or in the metaverse on Facetime. Hmm. Yeah, but a new product coming out at the end of the month, guys. Appreciate y'all. Ooh, okay. And then we got another good Whoa. drip check. Look at look at me and my boy shining out there. My boy's Damn. wearing the Fennel shirt. Oh wow. And next to Kazumi, which we do have a collab coming out at the end of next week. You look proper Pharrell. next to Kazumi, and that tells me that you are ready to have a bitch of value. Bro, the whole gang's liking the pig oh man. I think you're oh, yeah. a high value man. If you yeah. DM a hundred girls, everybody <laughs> No, yeah, that was crazy. I, I literally came through like a flock of supporters. They're all wearing just different shit that I made. I was like, man, I fuck with y'all. Like flock of seagulls. Hey, can I just say one thing while I'm here? The what? only free promo that I want is just to ask everybody watching this to go watch the vlogs that I've been dropping on the Adam22 channel. I'm back dropping vlogs on there. Drop a like. Drop a comment. Let me know you came from Disconnected. There and I would is. appreciate it because I'm trying to stay daily, I'm trying to bring the channel back from the dead. I don't know if it's going to work. I need your support. Thank Let's you. go. There it is. Twizziest. Oh, shit. I like that uh, small uh, Pac-Man machine. That's cool. I like cool. that he's a gamer. Yeah. Showing love to Pac-Man. Why is he like sitting on that shit so hard, though, bro? I'll be so upset Wait, walking I think into my crib. Doesn't that side of the machine have the stick? It looks like, yeah, bro. He Yeah, it disappeared, interestingly enough. Why does he have a shirt that says Rub-A-Dub Styly? I was wondering about that. What's that shirt And also, he didn't use the hashtag, right? Somebody no, he, else might have? No, oh, what it is maybe. is they, they, uh, they comment, and the comment gets uh, reacted to it. But it only works if he uses it in the comments? 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, or, or who knows? He has eighty two hundred likes. Let's go. And his first uh, comment was from a verified user, and from what I've been told, those are basically the Illuminati. Yeah, he's drippy. Oh okay. shit, we got my boy. That's babyface, right? Like a little bit chilly in public, you know. Got the good uh, Yeezy boots, Numero some Ross Uno. pants, and a Burberry hoodie, man. Shout out to my boy Numero Uno. Dripping. Um, this looks like Ralphie the Play. I was just going to say that. <laughs> I felt like a lot of these guys kind of look like they're trying to look like Ralphie the Play. He has the 23 yeah. on the neck. Whoa, he's counting. Uh, looks like quarters. It looks like he's in Hawaii or some shit. Nah, but I'm fucking with the maybe. Uh, cool shirt. Maybe Ralphie the Plug is just a drippy guy, and all drippy guys kind of look alike these days. Mm. Yeah, nah, he definitely. Man, shouts Ralphie oh, the we're, Plug. We're, we're rating three fits that's right here. Definitely, I swear, Vezo in the middle. I'm sorry. That, yeah, <laughs> oh, that shit. literally that's is definitely. He looks like a short says, version of I swear. It's Velo and Walk. It's not even. Uh, they all just have shirts to say Walk Hard on it. Maybe that's their brand. Yeah, that's their brand. Actually, if we do this, we're gonna just be flooded with people. See, look, another one from the same guy. Oh my god, we're oh, gonna Twizies. get flooded with bullshit if we fucking use this hashtag consistently. But I like it. Maybe Astro. Man, that fool's tall. I uh, whoa, he looks lanky as fuck. You're that's right. But, the, but those shoes are like twice as big. Those that's are blasty shoes. Yeah, hundred percent. I want to see your face these days. I don't want to see a fucking shiesty. I don't want to see a Taliban fucking yeet wig or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> I agree. And turn the lights up, bro. It's dark in there. Turn yeah, the lights bro. up. And also, that's cool that he has a gun. Yeah. I support the yeah. second Yeah. Oh, shit. Lil Tech is finsta right here. <laughs> bro. Come on. Uh, whoa. Finsta. No, no. Hoodie. Ugh, bro. So, Get the shit out so of no here. Like, uh, Ian Connor. Yeah, an anti sicko. They uh, really? uh, that's his least favorite brand on earth. Bro. Let's just leave it at Dude, that. Look, look at the design. Look at that. Right, speaks for itself. They were uh, uh, they wanted to give Riley free clothes, and Yuri wasn't fucking with it. Wow. You, you know, there was a thing that was viral on Twitter today about how Sean King. I guess you know, you know Sean King. He's like a fucking yeah. activist, yeah, yeah. BLM dude, but he's like hella light skinned. And I've seen so many people say that he actually is white and is lying about being black. I don't know if that's true. I've seen that. But he's super viral right now because I guess he was selling hoodies at some point and nobody ever got the hoodies. And I was thinking about making a Sean King ass pizza joke on Twitter, but then I'm like, <laughs> he's gonna get how upset. many people will get that? <laughs> Sean King and you ass pizza? Yeah. That's a niche he's group using you're looking for. <laughs> okay, I don't even want to say it. Uh, yeah, terrible hoodie. <laughs> All right. This is Yuri's homie that was buying all these Gucci belts. This when is he was for a sure a billionaire boy. Asian right here. Kanye West. Yeah. Wow. wow, that's a fire name. He stole your shoes, bro. Dora the no the the he looks like he microwave some Converse. Uh, <laughs> Dora the Explorer got the bag talking to me. We not holding hands. Damn, that's a hard caption. <laughs> they inspire me a lot to like go harder on my captions. I'm not gonna lie. I know, like I listen to more rap and then like remember more lyrics for captions. I'm not kidding. I pull over if I hear a good Ralphie bar <laughs> or like a RMC mic, but I'll convert it to like a designer perspective. Like mm. says someone pay me for a feature. Someone pay me for a graphic mm. that's smart smart whoa our internet's going slow too many people on the wi-fi too many people adding to the fucking hashtag maybe we might have to refresh the uh, the whole page um hash brown oh. but we're gonna do maybe like three more three more yes damn we're already approaching three hours right now that yeah, flew by it's regular now that's crazy Oh, look at this. Oh, shit. Oh, no. What I do want to see... Go I want... Look, click what that. What the fuck is that? That was they're, crazy. They're sending, he's making two of them. He said he's sending one to me and one to you or the office. That's sick. Isn't that crazy? And Hell he has yeah. the OGZ tag, the Adam tag. That's a like on that. Isn't that crazy? 
Very cool. That shit Shout out to Ryder Dehaney, bro. He's insane. Oh, that's sick. He's not even done yet. He's still working on it. Oh man. Dennis Rodman shirt. Yeah, that good hell star. Um, yeah, bro. I'm not really fucking with this one. I'm gonna keep it real. I mean, I'm fucking with it, but you just look like a regular guy. That's a mark. I don't like the chin strap. Pause. How drippy can you really get your drip checked when you're just rocking like a revenge shirt, a baseball hat, some plain jeans? I didn't even see the shoes. I like revenge, but Whoa, man! Shout out to my boy Petery Pete Perez, but this looks like some like <laughs> I'm not. I, I don't want to get offensive. The this, fleece and the fucking button up. He's I don't doing know. this on purpose, bro. This is There's, this is NPC. This well, is NPC drip at its finest. But he, he posted this two days ago. NPC drip, <laughs> bro. Like I, I'm just gonna be nice. I think it's a lot going on, but uh, yeah, just try out your options. But uh, this this dude, um, this is good scammer drip. You know, bro. Like phase rug. I'm definitely down to smoke up with bro. I feel like he he has some good weed with him. Brickle. Some good Instagram Whoa. dabs. Oh, man. This makes me regret not getting a coconut in Hawaii. I'll smash a coconut on your head. <laughs> well, okay, no one, number one thing that kind of throws me off, whenever people are trying to show off. He's a, he's at the amenity room, Whenever what This, this is what I'm saying. Whenever people are trying to show off like a nice like background, <laughs> nice such thing. as a room or apartment or a house or something like that, and you see that there's no custom decorations there's just like it just looks like a plain lobby you're like bro what are you flexing you know what i mean that's like, that batman kevo like perspective of like promoting his shit i don't know bro <laughs> he's but he's for sure like in the amenity or like the lobby or he's just having like a, a open house tour fire open house yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to some open houses and flick up yeah um, That's but a good idea. Shout out to everybody using the no jumper drip check. Um, we got one last topic though. Um, okay. I think Adam, this is an interesting question for you. So like, we always ask, uh, what are you actually listening to on the way over here, like on your daily basis? Oh, like, what yeah. you been listening to lately? It's weird when people ask me that question because the reality is I've just been listening to podcasts because I've been traveling and then I like get behind on my podcast and then I just listen to podcasts. I've not been. But like, what's on your recently played on Spotify or Apple Music? It's not gonna be good because it's gonna be fucking the same shit that I've been listening to for months. I'm so like not explorative when it comes to music anymore, dude. It's like all songs that I played for my kid. No, but okay. Then I was driving with my girl the other day, and oh, okay, you can see the whole story of my life here. I played PGF Nuck. When we were leaving fucking uh, Disneyland, Damn. my girl at some point kind of like was giving me the vibe, of like play something different because it's like, bitch, <laughs> bitch, bitch. She doesn't like playing that around the kid, whatever. She's a coaster. <laughs> so then I played Fleetwood Mac. I played The Misfits. Oh my God. I played Danzig. I played Johnny Cash. Okay. I played The Clash. I played Bane, this old hardcore band. I played Jawbreaker, The Ramones. Then. Mm. I said vibe switch, and I played Flu Flama Op, Draco the Ruler. I played Mafia <laughs> Business, O3 Greedo. I played a bunch of Poo Shiesty. Then I played It Takes Two by Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. It takes two to make a thing go right. It takes two to make it out of sight. So there's Damn, the last it's funny time I that your music was last Friday. You went from PG PGK Nug to fucking PGF. the Clash. Don't disrespect my hood, but yeah, I, I bounce around. It's funny vibe switch. Earlier today, I was listening to uh, Four Non Blondes and uh, and Train and like a bunch of shit. And like, what the it, fuck is Train? Some weird train new metal. You. They have that song, uh, "Drops of Jupiter." I've never. I don't plan on hearing that. It's such a good song. Because of my kid, it's caused me to like 
try to find a lot more like rock music and shit and like kind of like folk music and shit mm-hmm. like that just because it kind of feels like the vibe with like a kid more yeah yeah exactly like, pgf nug is like great i love it if i want to get hyped up driving somewhere right now i'm probably gonna listen to him but realistically that is just not the vibe for a little kid a lot of the time they're just gonna be like bro why everything's so aggressive and i yeah exactly it's like it's just murder music i just feel like you can't help but like kind of feel like this is not like what i want to see my kid playing too even though i do play a lot of rap around her yeah but i'll start my day out with some ralphie you know what i mean Mm. i'll fuck around but lately i've literally just been stuck on the new no cap album that shit is probably like the best album to me this year oh wow you guys haven't checked it out he just did an interview with academics that shit's really really fucking good i need to listen to the future album the jack harlow album kendrick comes out tonight Kendrick oh. dropping his album tonight? Pretty Dang. sure. Dang. Yeah, I haven't heard the Jack Harlow listened, shit. Uh, Riley and I listened to a little bit of it. I, I We heard one or two good songs we liked. You know what's crazy yeah. is that his manager or whatever, that got Dave Free, mm-hmm. he followed me on Twitter. Oh, well, He ooh. already followed me, and I didn't know. So maybe he followed me since before he was verified, so I never saw it. Or maybe before I was verified, but either way, I followed him back today. Oh, nice. Jack but Harlow on Plug Kendrick Talks. interview coming soon. Damn. Imagine. That would be, I could see it happening. I could see it. Like, You're optimistic. Somehow. More optimistic than me. Uh, yeah. you, know, you know who you should interview? Janae Aiko. Why? She's just a, a star. I don't know anything about her. But okay. <laughs> All right. But uh, yeah. So Kendrick Lamar's dropping. Post Malone's <laughs> dropping. DeVito. Who the fuck is that? DeVito? And Black Youngster. Shout out to uh, CMG and fucking Paper Out you Entertainment. Said, you said DeVito? I don't know, bro. Danny DeVito? That's what I was thinking. It says DeVito. He's dropping a song called Stand Strong. Listen, Mac, we got to have some good music on this shit, bro. Uh, I don't know who DeVito is. That's just like homie. (laughs) It's nine. So at least in theory, the Kendrick Lamar album should be out right now. (gasps) I know, right? Yeah. Or by midnight. So we're going to do a live listen, guys. Uh, You will hear the album with us. I don't see it. There it is. Nope. And guys, thanks a lot for tuning in to Disconnected. Episode 22. Thank you so much, Adam, for showing up for episode 22 of Disconnected. I had a ball. That was amazing. That was was a great conversation. It had to make sense. Hopefully, And we had Josh, too. He kind of held it down. Yes, Josh is in here. Hopefully, everything's going okay with House Phone. Everything's, we're supposed to go to Vegas tonight. I know. I heard. But then I was like, bro, I don't want to advocate for anything going stupid. You know what I mean? So it's like, fuck. Paul Lord was telling me to go to Vegas. I was like, bro, I just got back from Hawaii. Fuck it. Me and Paul Lord and this fucking girl, we're all going to have to take a family trip to <laughs> Vegas. Oh, yo, it might be on, uh, it might be on fucking, uh, the fucking stem player. It might be on Spotify and not on Apple Music because I'm seeing people say that it's on. Yes, here it is. Oh, wow. wow. Look at that. Play the first five seconds. You're not down. Hell no. No, you're going to ruin the pod, bro. <laughs> Damn, so I got to listen to this on the way home. There it is. Perfect. Why is it on Spotify and not Apple Music? Apple Music lacking. Oh, God. Guys, please drop a like. Disconnected. We fuck with y'all. See y'all episode 23.